You are now listening to Nerd Rage Radio with Bobby Skullface and Adam Russman. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only and may not fit with your sensitive sensibilities. You may be a victim of meaningless outrage or you may, in fact, be a big ninny pants. If this is the case, please feel free to turn it off now. This is no country for ninny meat ninny pants. So crack open the mountain dew. Make sure the cheese bowls are super fresh for your mother's basement. It's Nerd Rage Radio. Now, now keep spinning around and get check, it. Check, check. Now keep on. Now, now use both hands and spin it around and talking to the right bit. You get, you gotta you gotta pinch these two these two bulbous things right here first. Pinch those. Check, check, check. That'll release some pressure. Check, check, check. Now keep going. Check, check, check. No, no, that's check, not check, it. Check, check. Just work the tip. Check, check, check. Just... <laughs> <laughs> and welcome to episode 129 of Nerd Rage Radio with your host, Bobby Skullface, and I'm Adam Russman. Joe KW can't be here right now because Renal. Renal. Renowned throughout Renown the world. Throughout the world because he's <laughs> slinging them pills, son. Damn. Getting that opioid crisis that block in full effect. Somebody's like, the opioid crisis is not a joke. Yeah, block money. Yeah. Anyway, guys, uh, I think we're having a good show today. I'm in a pretty good mood. Good. How I am yourself? too. I am too. I am too. I got some. I got a couple good things from my nerd week. Oh yeah. Um, but they're like, it, it's almost they're almost too nerdy. Really? You know what I mean, yeah, because I've been reading. I've been reading some books. Oh, self helps. Yeah. Well, kind of. I don't. I don't like the term self-help. <laughs> of course not, because you're good enough already. <laughs> um, that's not. That's not what I'm gonna say. Um, because I, I think it's more of a like, you know, seems like phil- philosophical, like expanding your stuff. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Not too good. Not too bad. I think I. I'm in a, a perfect margin that I feel that I don't really go without wanting, but there's still enough that I haven't done that life is still. Desirable to keep moving forward. Mm. Give me these people that are. Oh, that sounds perfect. Hitting that sweet spot, ladies. You know what to do with that speaker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but I've uh, been reading this uh, book. Oh, let me pull it out real quick. The book that is. Um, shit. You ever like try to double tap your phone to open it up quickly, and you realize you done fucked up and. Activate your hey, do you want to pay a bill? We're trying to pay a bill. No, Let's pay I a bill. I don't handle finances. You know that thing on your thing? Uh, 12 what? Rules for Life An Antidote to Chaos mm-hmm. by Jordan B. Peterson. I'm on chapter five of 15 thus far, and I just want to look up the 12 rules of life because I don't have I don't know them all yet. Not by 12 heart. rules of life. Um, I have some other nerdy shit too. Never sit when you can stand. Is that one of them? It's one of my dad's rules. <laughs> oh, really? Um, let's see. Here they are. We got a nice uh, email. This Did week. we? Yeah. Good for email. us. I also had a I also had a a, a question sent to me uh, via PM that I want to read, but it, it, it it's Joe's answer too. Oh, okay. That I, I want to get. So, all right. So I've been looking for exactly what the twelve rules are. Don't know what they are. I was going to read all 12. Um, but the first one is stand up tall with your shoulders back. Okay. Rule number one. All right. Rule number two is treat yourself as though you 
were a patient you were responsible for. Okay. Right? But I n- would never jerk off a patient. No, no, no. No, no. Like, how how well... And the one of the examples is, is people spend $30,000 getting their dog, you know, fucking knee surgery, but then they won't take their fucking kidney pills or whatever the fuck it is. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Like, that's a common thing. Like, the... Uh, I think it's 90% of people don't take their medication correctly, but then, like, 90% of people give their dog their medication correctly. Mm. So it is just one of those things. And it's and it, it, he kind of goes in how people are believe they're undeserving of their own thing. Uh, one of them is um, make friends with people who want to build you up and see the and, and see the best for you. And I think that's the one I'm on right now. But the stand-up with your shoulder back one, mm-hmm. it's pretty interesting. He goes into the... The physiological um, similarities of us through the years, through the millennia, all the way back to when we had we were lobsters, like related to that nervous system. Like a lobster's nervous system is similar to ours, mm-hmm. but it's a lot bigger and a lot easier to track. But the same like dopamine reactors and serotonin works with reward hmm. type of stuff. And um, I've just done experiments and like just by people standing up straight, shoulders back, presenting themselves well. Others will perceive you well, and there's like a positive feedback loop for you to just be better. Just by standing up straight. Just mm-hmm. by cleaning your fucking room, making your bed. Like, I think one of the rules is like, clean your house up, fix your house up before you want to, you try to fix the world up. I, I would say that's a larger metaphor. Yeah, absolutely. But he gets into like, there's deep metaphors, but there's also very literal. Shallow. Very literal. Shallow, Shallow as fuck. <laughs> Shallow as fuck. Um, but it's really good. The best part of it, though, so he was on a podcast with it's Joe. A scratch and sniff cover, dude. It's the best. It smells like a penny. I'm not going to tell you what I think it is. It smells like a penny. How a penny tastes, um, <laughs> dude. If you spit coffee right now, oh, that would be on bad. That microphone, that would be bad. Um, but the good, like, so he was on. So Ridge's. Uh, uh, let me step back. Okay. Recently, I've been feeling the call of the Lord, Bob. Have you really? Call of the Lord, kind of. I haven't. I haven't felt like I need to go to church and start, you know, getting baptized or anything. But I have been feeling that. Um, I'm asking. I'm asking questions, and I. I believe that those questions are can be answered by the observations of how the universe works, right? And I think that much smarter folks than us have made. Have seen these, have made these observations, and made recommendations for how we live, and that's what constitutes Western civilization. Hmm. So, kind of the mixture of the Judeo-Christian belief in like the Greek-Roman philosophy, and that's kind of where we're at now. And I don't, I don't think that it's a literal thing because the Bible, the Torah, and the Quran were were written for very brutal people, a very brutal culture. Mm-hmm. You know, Middle East culture 2,000 years ago was not nice. Mm-mm. Very dangerous, very violent. Some parts of Middle East culture in 2000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But as the descendants of those cultures, mm-hmm. we are relatively peaceful, mm-hmm. relatively low crime, even though we put more people in jail than ever before. Whole other podcast, I'll get into that later. Um, but I think that there's some there's some interesting things, and in, in, uh, Dr. Peterson, he's like, a clinical psychologist. He actually had a practice. From a house of learned doctors. Yeah, had a practice. A practice. Man, I haven't even had a coffee today. Um, he's also kind of a, a philosopher kind of guy. 
and he's also kind of a theologian. He's doing <clears> this. <throat> and he's also kind of a dickhead. He's, he's kind, kind of a, a dickhead. bit of a dickhead. He kind of sounds like Kermit the Kermit the Frog. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he I'm does. He does. Hold on, hold on a second. Like, I'm gonna play a little. I'm gonna play a little tidbit. And tell me if that motherfucker doesn't sound like Kermit the Frog. Motherfucker, you better open up, God. Anyway, right, hold on. He does. Nearly incapable of seeing things. He does. One hundred percent sound like yeah. Kermit the Frog. This is true in a sense that transcends the metaphorical. Your eyes are tools. They are there to help you get what you want. The price you pay for that utility, that specific focused direction, is blindness to everything else. It's just too much metaphor for you. I want him to give me a little. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so I've been talking to my wife about this, mm-hmm. like, and I need to start studying some of this older stuff because there's there's some deep levels. Like, like when I talk to somebody who is a learned doctor of like uh, theology, mm-hmm. there's like that surface lesson for the idiot, right? And it means one thing, and it has certain parameters that that fucking savage has to. Go by so they don't burn down and rape, killage, and rape, pillage. kill, pillage. I want to say rape, kill, killage, and pillage. All right, it's killing and pillaging at the same time. Uh, Vikings were fond of it, as a matter of fact. But anyway, hey, you know, you know, Jay, Jay the Viking. Yeah, killage like a motherfucker. Yeah, dude, killage. That's, he killages hey, his hey, ass off. Hey, I think killage is the name of our next demon. <laughs> killage like demon family. Killage is Dopus's brother. Anyway, but. If you look at it, there's like, a, you know, a below the surface, so not so shallow as fuck. Good. There's like deeper lessons that, that kind of um, resonates in like, you know, higher concepts. You're like, oh, damn, man, that's like kind of slick too. Now, are we putting that meaning in it, in it or was it always there? I don't know. You know what I mean? One of my favorite lessons is that crow that was in a tree that the fox asked to sing and drop a piece of cheese. Oh yeah, yeah. Classic. There you go. Uh, I'll give you. I'll give I think you I like lessons for idiots. I'll give you an example, right? <laughs> like the meek shall inherit. I haven't sung in a tree since I read that. <laughs> the meek shall inherit the earth. Mm-hmm. What that what that really means, and Doctor Peterson goes over it is like the, uh, those who have swords but keep them sheathed will inherit the earth. Talking about like have the power, the strength, but the wisdom not to fucking engage in some. There's also you know, been people that have said that that's more about making people feel complacent. Maybe. You know, like when the Bible or <clears throat> when any religious text has been used for power, yeah, it always yeah. says, "Look, if you don't have shit and your life sucks, look, it's all going to work out for you." All right, you just stay. I'm going to need you to chill the well, fuck that, out. That was that first level idiot, and uh, and I'm going to need you to relax. But I do, I do think anyway. So talking to my wife, she's like, I ain't feeling all that shit. I mean, my wife's kind of into like this spiritual yoga shit, much as your wife is. I don't know, you know, she's as bad as my wife with some of that shit. Um, you know, we're I mean, doing she, living food now. Every fucking soft drink looks like a goddamn jellyfish. Living food? What's that? Oh my god! I mean, it's supposed to be all this probiotic and yeah, we did we did the probiotic you, shit. You 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 just lick the jellyfish and you're fucking. <laughs> Healthy as a horse, <laughs> um, but she, dude, she, she's drinking like the kumacha or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. And she kibachi, had this, she, she had this one. Yeah. And like you should have seen the fucking beast living inside this container. There's no fucking look. Let me tell you something. Living food. I get it. After seeing this fucking thing, there's no fucking way. I don't care if it cured cancer. Like, pour that down the fucking drain where it belongs. She fucking she, look. She, she's so into it. She still had to call customer service on the low to make sure that it was okay. 
she like took a picture of it. She's like, "Look at, are you sure this this is fine? This this meets standards. This looks like what they fought in Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. Is, <laughs> is, this, is, this, is this? And they're like, "Yeah, it's fine. It's a it's mother. The, yeah, the mother of the. Oh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh! <laughs> well, dude, there's some shit in there. He talks about mothers that you need to fucking listen to for on the real. Anyway, so. I was like, I was like, listen, I'm not trying to get on Jesus freaky. Listen to what this is. It's more of a philosophy. It's like, it's like, I, I want to know if, is religion the base operating system that we all operate on? You know what I mean? Is that is that where it's it's a strong point? And as we evolve, a, as we evolve, it should evolve as well mm-hmm. as it has. Religion has absolutely evolved. Um, and so she listened to a podcast. He was on Joe Rogan, and then he was on uh, Dave Rubin, and she liked it. She she bought the audio book, and I was like, oh, for real. So then I I just logged in her Amazon account and downloaded it myself. Mm. <laughs> so it's like it's cool though because we actually talk about something and I've like That's philosophy cool. forever. She's never been fucking interested in anything. So this is like one of those things where like we have something to talk about in regards to it. My wife actually been helping me with some dioramas recently. Sweet, it's just coming down and you know holding a ruler or you yeah, know, just being yeah. an extra set of hands. Dude, what I give for been my wife cool. to like be able to base coat some models. Yeah, I mean it was a. Uh, <laughs> It was it, it we it wasn't a we didn't get here painlessly. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, but it it's been cool. I think I yeah. think you know I my thing is sincerity and authenticity. Like I don't want anyone to do anything that involves me whatsoever if they don't want to do it. Yeah yeah. You know like that's why I can't get massages. Oh really? Because I worry too much about whether or not the masseuse wants to touch me. Mm. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm like, look, I don't I mean I, don't, I, I could I could beg the argument that hell yeah, I want to touch you so I can get paid. And and that's fine, but I don't know. Gotcha. You know gotcha. and and I unless I know for sure and there's no way to know for sure, because you could be telling me whatever you want. <laughs> then I, I can't. Anybody I can't ever get say you got trust issues? I can't oh I absolutely <laughs> have trust issues. <laughs> uh the other thing, um I watched uh, Captain Underpants with the kids again last night. It's actually a good kids movie. I li- I actually like it. It's not, it's not bad. I like the way like the two main characters, which is not Captain Underpants. And the two the two best friends write a comic book. Mrs. You know? Bra and Ger- uh, Lady Thong, um, or Man Harold and George. Lady Thong and Man Thong. Yeah. activate like Wonder Twins. Mm. 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 Makes me think of that Kirby Enthusiasm episode where he caught his shrink wearing a thong at the beach and like couldn't go see him anymore. <laughs> And the last bit of business is uh, I started watching Altered Carbon on Netflix um, by uh, Rick Flagg. He's also RoboCop. Okay. He's like the main character. All right. It's it's good. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. It's uh, – I'm interested in the world. So four episodes in, I was like – I turned to my wife. I was like, I'm kind of bored of this. And she's like, yeah, it's it's not bad. It's it's interesting as fuck. Um, I just felt that I was kind of slow, and it it's very it's like Matrix meets The Cell meets oh, fuck man, you know dystopian. Uh, what's that? What's a movie that they clone people? Fuck, like the six, island. Uh, it, it could it could very be, well be the island. 
Um, maybe that Arnold Schwarzenegger six-day type thing. So basically, in this world, we don't know how far in the future it is. And I do like the way they kind of pepper the origins of this world out. But everybody at the age of one has installed a, a metallic disc about yay big in the base of their neck. It's called a stack. And this item of alien metallic origin um, downloads your consciousness in it, right? So at any time, you can... You can uh, take your consciousness out of your body, which they refer to as sleeves now, and plug it into another body. I saw something about this. Yeah, this is real life shit too that's going on. Oh, I don't know. They're trying to hack consciousness. Yeah. Well, I'm. Sh- I'm. Sh- and they're also calling it sleeves. Really? I don't know. I mean, like this does seem like the most. This does seem like the most. Um, possible future. Like, if any any f- future that I've seen, like in any sci-fi, this one makes the most sense. Because eventually, we'll be able to map out what consciousness is, you know, in a, in a computer. Eventually, it's going to happen. So, death is... Nobody's allowed to die, right? If you die, they plug you back into a new sleeve. Sometimes, like, if you're murdered, the... the, the, the um, government's got to give you a new sleeve, but they'll give you whatever, so you might be a little <clears throat> kid. When you're punished, you're just removed for hundreds of years. So you might get a hundred-year sentence, so you're black, black darkness for a hundred years. Wow. Yeah. I think that you can observe the darkness, but you don't really know how much time goes by. So you're aware of, can't see, can't feel, whatever. Um, and there's also, I, there also seems like there's echoes of the sleeve you inhabit. So if you make a clone of your body, there, there's like slow growth, growth clones and there's like quick 3D printing clones. If you make a clone of your body, you can occupy as many clones forever. But if you go to a bunch of different sleeves, you can fragment your personality because there's still remnants or echoes in the sleeve that you're in, right? Not memories per se, but like if like in the story, like let's say you were... Like, I met my wife, right? But I didn't know that she was this previous occupant's wife. Like, I was in Adam... Like, my name is George, but I'm in Adam's body, mm-hmm. right? I might still be attracted to my wife, and I don't know right. why. I get it. You yeah, know? Yeah. So... The um, previous inhabitant. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of this murder mystery. You're kind of putting together this... Basically, this guy gets out. He's like some kind of fucking Jedi, basically, like, trained... And he's like 250 years from his future. And he's like, listen, some guy killed me. I want you to figure out who it was. Because if you're super rich, you can like upload your consciousness in a satellite. So if ever your your stack is destroyed, there's a backup of you. But it's illegal to have two backups running at the same time. If you do that, it's, that it's punishable by true death. So they call it true death when your stack is destroyed. But there's also this religious element of people who put this religious coding in there that lock the stack so it can't be turned back on. Because religiously, they think once you die, if you go into a new body, you pull your soul from heaven and you can never go back. So it's not bad. It's good. There's some badass parts in it. Um, there, There is a, a Joffrey part, you know, when you saw Joffrey die and you're like, yes, fucking kill that fucker. Right. That are in it. And I like it. But it, I'm like, it's one of those like, it's not, I haven't binged it. I'm like, yeah, we'll catch an episode here. But now we're like at episode seven or eight and it's getting really good. Good. So I've been enjoying it. And there's like, I just got to a twist and you're like, Ooh, first twist. First, you know, like mid season, mid uh, three quarters through twist. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like so that's pretty decent. And I want to say that's all I've been really doing with the uh been painting a lot. Had a pretty good game. Oh, I read two uh 40k novels, um audiobooks more like Ruins Ruin the Ruin Storm. I told you guys about it last week though. So that's it for me. I um I haven't done a whole lot. I watched Get Out. Mm. Um, did you like it? I did. Yeah. Let me guess. First two acts are great. Mm-hmm. Third act, jump the shark. Jumps the shark. <laughs> Can I spoil it for you? Yeah, I don't care. Okay. Oh, uh, so ninety nine, ninety eight for for everybody that's like, no, no, anything but Get Out spoilers. I know, right? Um, so I thought it was pretty good. Acting across the board is great. Okay. Directing is good. Story's told well. Yeah. No problems. Effects, you know, there's not a lot of them, but all of them are done well. And okay. there's actually some clever, smart, almost psycho in a way, smart choices for okay. scary. Like jump, like well, jump. not for the jump. Just, is it jump scare? You know, just to make you uncomfortable. Is it jump jump scare? No, not a whole lot of oh. jump scare. But just to make you uncomfortable and kind of uneasy about what you're watching. Um, <clears throat> My issue really is with the story. Okay. So I'm just going to. I'm like I almost feel like we should do a thing, like if we're like gonna a, talk like a, about something, like a bit? If, yeah, like if we're gonna talk about something in depth, like put a timer on and be like, look, you gotta tell the story in thirty seconds. Okay, you want me to do that? Yeah, let's do that. All right, thirty okay. seconds seemed good. Yeah, how about forty-five? Forty-five seconds. Okay. Hey Siri, start a forty-five second timer. Point to me when I'm ready. Okay, so a white woman finds a black guy, takes her home to the family. Before you, before we're long, you realize that this family, the mother is a uh, therapist, and she also specializes in hypnosis. Okay. She hypnotizes what seems like these black people into basically becoming uh, shells of themselves. Okay. Seemingly, it seems like she hypnotizes them into becoming servants for this upper crust sort of elite secret society of white people. Okay. All of that seems good and makes for a very good story. Okay. Until the third act, when you realize they're literally doing like a brain swap between the white people and the black people. So like... Oh, almost almost done. Yeah, keep going though. So that these people are living forever. Um, So basically grandma and grandpa are inhabiting these black bodies. And oh, okay. Whatever. So why are they servants then? That doesn't really make any sense. So the are the black people's souls still in their body? The, yes. They can hear okay. and they can see, okay. but they can't do anything about it. Oh, well, there's a long for the ride. Yeah. Okay. Um, That's very being John Malkovich. So it's all... Like when I first saw it, I was like, "Okay, this makes sense." That this, so that's that's the synopsis of the story. Yeah. This this makes sense that this woman is a hypnotherapist. Yeah. And can hypnotize these people, and then like you meet these very rich, wealthy people who are all white, like because the race is a part of this movie. Um, no. Right. And but you're like, I get it. Like these are rich people that are probably used to having others do everything for them. They look as though they all come from old money that yeah. they never really needed or wanted for much. Yeah. So taking advantage of people seems like it would come naturally. Okay. Not to say that it would have to, yeah. but it seems like it could. So all of that works for me. But the actual brain swap and then like, you know, like I am now in your body and in control and dumb. So what happens to their original body, the white people? They just die? 
well, uh, yeah, I guess so. Okay. The, the, you the body dies and the consciousness basically lives on in that, the new and body. And they've been doing this for forever? We don't know. Uh, no, because the grandparents were the first people to do it. Okay. Okay. Um, so, you know, the, we, we talked a bit before the show. Yeah. And there's a lot of, you know, there's some people that say, like, this movie's racist, and I don't think it's racist at all. Like, I think that the villains in this story are... That, now, that you, now that you explain it to me, it makes sense what my buddy's criticism of it is. Okay, hold on one second. Yeah. I don't think that it's racist at all. Yeah. I don't think that, um, it, like, the white people are villains in it, uh-huh. but I don't think it's saying that white people are villains. It just so happens that these white people are villains. Yes. And they, and they all seem to come from old, established money. Yeah. So it wouldn't make so sense. Isn't, isn't money really the villain here? So it wouldn't make sense. Capitalism. For them to, what you're saying. to be anything but white. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, uh, when you're talking about generations and generations of wealth. Maybe Italians. Maybe. Not generations and generations of wealth. <laughs> you know what I mean? Have you been to the Vatican recently? Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Not in this country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, I, I just, it's it's just, it lost me. It lost me there. Gotcha. And it just, it seemed stupid. Like, that part of it seemed stupid. Yeah, yeah. If they would have just had it where they were, because there is this obsession with black physical superiority. Okay. You know, like, which I used to be skeptical of. You know, I was like, oh, anybody can train and do anything. And, you know, so I was like, some of these people that are incredible athletes and such yeah. like, have had a, a lot less opportunities than other people, and they've had to work hard as fuck. It's kind of like the class of America. But then Serena Williams and Tyler, Tiger Woods, and I was like, you know what? Maybe they're on to something. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but you know what I mean? Like, there is, like, this obsession with, like, you know, we're going to be in stronger bodies and, you know, uh, more athletic bodies and with physical superiority. And That's interesting. There is there is some of that in there, um, a lot of that in there. So now, now knowing the twist, my my buddy's criticism, who's black, he didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I guess it kind of makes more sense. But I'm gonna, we can move on, though. I'm going to leave that there. But he, Old um, dog coming in here to bust ass. But yeah, like, so, so watching it, I thought it was like I thought it was a solid eight out of ten movie. Okay. Until the end. And then when it bring it down. Six point five. Okay. Um Yeah. Just Oh. And there's no need for that. Yeah. There's no need for these for the grandparents to be in these these other people. Like it doesn't help the story at all. Gotcha. Um what else did I do? I saw the girl. I think it's called The Girl. It's about this woman that played in Birds from Alfred Hitchcock that Hitchcock was like low key obsessed with. Oh no. It was interesting. The guy who plays Hitchcock did a great job. Oh, nice. But fucking creepy. creepy. Well, Hitchcock's kind of creepy. Yeah, dude. but like, yeah, very creepy. Yeah. Very uneasy to watch and unnerving. Oh. Um, but yeah, it was good. And then I feel like I saw something else. Uh, can't remember. I talked to my brother. Did you? For the first time in like, let's see, when my grandmother died. September, October, November, December, January, February. Seven months? Six months? Six months? Um, He's doing fine. We talked about Star Wars. Oh, God. I don't know if I want to go down this conversation <laughs> with you right now. But um, remind me about your grandmother's funeral because I have a joke about it. Yeah, I think we're good. <laughs> no, um, in a weird way. Okay. Not related to your okay. grandmother. But... Uh, I'll do it really su- short and sweet. And I don't want to get into it either. But if it's something that I feel like I have to defend. It's you not... won't have to defend it. Okay. I will say my brother 
Um, he loves Star Wars. He loves Star Wars the same way I kind of love 40K. Um, he is, he's not like a big collector of items. It's because my brother's kind of, he's kind of transient in some ways. He's always moving. And, that is true. And like, like never, he doesn't really believe in possessions, you know, like, like he'll buy an Xbox and give it away. But they exist. Yeah, I hear you. Um, you know, like he'll, he'll move from someplace and just leave that shit there. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just how he is. He's just, you know, um, same thing with cars. Free bird. Yeah. Like a car will break down. He'll just like junk it. Nothing to time down. Nothing. No kids, no wife. So we hadn't talked in a while. And I was like, hey, man, how do you, how do you like Star Wars? And he's like, oh, you know, it's it's fine. Um, I mean, it was pretty shot and everything. Now, his favorite Star Wars movie. I want you to guess what his favorite Star Wars movie is. Revenge of the Sith. It is. Spot on. Spot on. Um, and uh, I would... I don't know which of you knows more about Star Wars. I would I would want to say I would want to edge on Aaron because I know he's got a pretty decent memory with something, so he might be able to remember like names and characters and stuff like that. But you might you might read more comics than him, or or, or remember can, like some can, of the facts. He can win. No, no, but I'm just trying to give the the, mm-hmm. the thing. So, but he wasn't he wasn't a fan. But it's funny because I didn't even give him anything. Like I was like, oh, I didn't like it that much. And he's like, oh, and the, and, but but it's interesting. I would want you to listen, not for the Star Wars bit, but to hear how two siblings who haven't sm- spoken or com- or spoken, who haven't spoken or communicated, like we made the same points and sounded the same in our, like how we articulated it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, God damn, man, that's so weird. It's like. Do we ever make any choices? Is that shit just how our brains are wired? Because our brains are wired pretty similar. So that was the interesting aspect of it. I don't want to go. I don't want to go into it. Um, but he's a big. But the my brother's favorite part of, of stuff is Jedi. The Jedi powers. Like he's really into that shit. You know, and he likes the Yuuzhan Vong books and stuff like that. Yeah, even though he told you information that wasn't true. Which one was that? You used to always tell me like there is no light side. Like now that my brother told me like there's no light side and dark side. They're like chasing the gray, and Jason's not really on the light or the dark. And I was like, that's not true. Like he's using, he's just used, learned how to use dark side powers. Like that was a big conversation we had back in the day. Did that change though? When your brother was, no. I mean, he joined the dark side of the force. I mean, yeah, but that, like, when that first book was out before it became evil at that time, was that a, a, a kind of interpretation before the other ones came out? No. No, really? he was always on the light side. He was trying to become true light. Mm, I don't know. Maybe that might, might be my interpretation of it. So, um, I don't think there's ever been a term the gray, is there? In the Grey Jedi? Yeah, that was in the EU. Is that that t- at that point in time? No, not with Jason. So whenever he, he would read those, like, the day that he came out, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, he was always, you know, you read them, like, after a co- uh, that few of them came he out, He was right? reading them too fast. He might have been. He <clears throat> might have been. And this is, like, 10 years ago. Maybe maybe when your 12, grandmother 13 passed, years ago. We had Baltimore Comic Con, like, the next weekend. Okay. So Laura's grandmother just passed. Yeah, and we went to her funeral, and we did all that, which was, which was actually, I don't even know if I should bring bring some of that up, but went to the whole funeral and did that whole bit. And Selena was like, "Does that mean Comic Cons tomorrow?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, now you got to give me the other bit. So, like, oh, whatever you did there, that was perfect. It's really hard to talk about without making me sound like a monster. Um, hey, Bobby. You must give the people what they want. But it, it, there's just there's just an <laughs> awful lot of history. There's a lot of history there. Yeah. Um, 
so my, my, my wife's grandmother passed. My wife was definitely the grandchild that was closest to her. The only one to visit her. Yeah. The only one, you know, just how it is. And my wife loves old people in general. Like, it's probably her favorite group of people on the planet. Yeah. So she passed, and my wife took it hard. You know, I talked about it here. We had the big ice cream Sunday party and all yeah, this, yeah, you know, yeah. and I was trying to really be everything that she could need. Um, so we went to this funeral, and it was more like it wasn't really a funeral as much as it was just a burial. Gotcha. <clears throat> I get there. And they're like, um, not a suggestion, more like a question. What do you mean? Never mind. Go ahead. I get there, and her father is like, "You ready?" To you? Yeah. And I was like, "What do you mean?" And then Laura's like, "Oh shit! I didn't tell him. I'm sorry." And I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna be a Paul Bear. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, that, that's fine. Yeah, you know." So I went over to do that. I've never done that before. Okay. And when the casket came out, it comes out like on this little ramp, kind mm -hmm. of. And you dropped Laura's grandmother. <laughs> let me get to it. <laughs> so like, I take a look at this casket, and I look over to see where this burial plot is. Yeah. It's far. Okay. It's very far. All right. So I start eyeing up my team. Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I'm going to have to put him on that side and me on this side and probably him on that side and I'll take him on this side. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. Turns out they have like a cart that they put the casket on. Gotcha. You just sort of walk, you're just sort of hiding the cart, really. Yeah, okay. Um. So, phew, because yeah, it would have yeah. been a rough journey. We would have needed an elf and a dwarf, some sort of magical compass. And it was a far trek. <laughs> so... Um, so, you know, we, we get the casket there, the, the whole bit, and and I'm there for my wife. Yeah. You know, my kids, fuck all. Like, you know, go, go play with dirt, do, do what you need to do. Yeah. But I'm right by her, I got my hand on her, I'm holding her, I'm trying to be her, and then, like, um, and, and then, like, this sounds petty as fuck. You just have to understand there's a lot of history behind this. To, I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to the listeners, but you'll probably air on that side, too, who knows. <laughs> so she's starting to break down. Yeah. And she goes and hugs her father. Yep. And then her uncle. Yep. Who she hates. Yep. Doesn't hate, but doesn't think much of. Gotcha. And then her brother. Mm-hmm. And then her sister. Yep. And then that's it. Okay. And it, in in my head, I'm I know it's you know it's her loss and her grief and however you want to. Didn't hug her mom. No. Okay. Now her mom was holding Leia. Uh, but in my mind, I'm like, oh, it's a family thing. It's a family mm. affair. Yeah. Um, so I just, I, uh, Jaina started to lose it a little bit cause she, she'd spend a lot of time with her. And yeah. Yeah. So I went and, you know, comforted Jaina as much as I could. And then, you know, we went on about our day, but I was just kind of like, man, this is why I don't like being around these people. Because I always walk away from it feeling like a sour taste in your mouth. Myself. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, dude, like I'm. You know what? Uh, all cards on the table. I was uh, preparing to counter whatever you're gonna say, but I think I gotta kind of agree with you on that one. And it's hard without knowing the history of it all. It's hard yeah. to understand because it's you know 
it's grief and it's real grief. And yeah. You want to be supportive yeah, yeah, yeah. and all that. And I, I was, but I was hurt. You know, yeah. I, I was hurt. Yeah. 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 No, that's legit. <clears throat> Did you talk to her about it? Yeah. How yeah. That, how'd that go down? Could've, Not so good. Could have been better, but could have been a lot worse. I was just like, look, I, I feel a way. I feel a yeah. way about it. I, I this is why I don't like being around him. I always feel like an outsider. I always feel like I'm not part of whatever this thing is, whatever the ritual is. Yeah. I'm that's not a, part that's of the a ritual. Good, that's a good analogy. And you know what, man? That is. She was like, well, I didn't hug my mom. And in my head, I'm like, yeah, but you know what? She's not a part of that family. Yeah. And that's how you compartmentalize shit. Yeah. Like, this is this family's thing. And she's not part of this family. Yeah. Th- th- when, when that's, that that you know, actually locks in that the behavior is there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And like, so I just. <clears throat> it just, you know, it's just, it's sour. It's just, you know, but it's, it's there's no good time to bring something like that up, you know. No, but, but I feel no. like I need, I'm the type of person where I just need to say it. I just need to speak it. Yeah. And then after I speak it, I I, I can move on. Yeah. Yeah. Or I can start moving on. See, that's, that's like my, I, I have, I struggle with that because sometimes I'm like, I'm like, speak it now, but then I feel petty. You know what I mean? And I felt petty. You know, don't get me wrong. But then I feel like if I hold on to it, the next time something similar happens, I'll bring it back for additional ammo, and then I feel like I'm fucking keeping score. You and, know I, I mean? and I told her I felt petty. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I, I look, look, I'm being, I'm, I'm being transparent. Yeah, I yeah feel yeah. petty. Yeah, but that's how you feel. I feel this way. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, I mean, like, I'll tell you, I've been to three of of uh, my wife's grandparents' funerals, and and that that has never been the case. Right. You know what I mean, right. Nor was it at my. Uh, and, and like, my grandparents, you know, like not for nothing, man. Like it's it's a lose lose, because like she has one grandparent left now. Yeah. And when that one goes, yeah, I'll get that. And now to be fake. But now to be fake. Yeah. And that goes back to my massage. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I like I, I am I am. I, there is a formula to me. Do you, let me ask you this? Do you do you do you feel as though part of you might think you're not deserving of that? Trying to push it away. Uh, notice it. I don't think. I don't Pro- think it's proved to me my lack of value. I question myself. Well, I, I sometimes like. So like this is this is this is a like. I was definitely an outsider my last couple years of elementary school. Okay. Uh, not fat, well liked. Fat stinky kid in the corner. No, I wasn't fat. I didn't get fat I until just, you know metaphorically speaking. But you know, I I, I was just like you, a, a you notice he didn't correct stinky. Yeah, I smell like shit. That's <laughs> <laughs> my belly button. Dude, my belly button was rocking the other day. And I actually, like, it was, it was bothering me. It was, like, itching me. <clears throat> so I plunged my digit into there and cleaned her out, you know? And then I happened to you get... You to stretch that motherfucker out. Well, then I happened to get in a, a car, like, shortly thereafter, with a buddy of mine. And, we, and, and, like, all of a sudden, I hear him go, you smell that? And I was like, uh, nope. And I was <laughs> like... <laughs> oh god but no i just um like last three years it's one of those classic stories like young bullshit stories where like you know a new kid came to school and he kind of snatched up all the friends and he became like the the hot shot and yeah like, yeah yeah. you know that's kind of how it was and i was i was definitely left on the outside looking in yeah and then people started like cracking jokes at my expense because they wanted to impress the new kid mm-hmm. so i was fighting and I fought all of them, and that really put me on the outside. And there was this girl that I was obsessed with. 
like I thought she was gorgeous. And I knew that her and I would could never be because she was a, a popular girl and yeah. all this. So I hooked her up with the new guy mm-hmm. just to make myself feel shitty. Mm. Mm. You know? Like, I, I, I clearly remember it. Like, I got a book I want you to read. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but, you know, like, I, I, and that, that seems like that's a, uh, that's not a, that's not an easy story for me to tell. Yeah, that's deep, though. It's because it's, it's, it's one of these very few moments in my life where I was, I think, extremely vulnerable. Yeah. You know, and, and I think I protect those moments. Yeah. You know? Um, it's, it, you know, it's weird, man, because if you think about it, it's like, I don't want it's like, I don't want to go back into this, but it really kind of focuses on what it's we, it's about Luke Skywalker, I'm walking out. It's not about Luke Skywalker, <laughs> kidding, dude. Kidding, kidding. It's, it's actually about like Adam and Eve. And uh-huh. I mean, like Eve bringing Adam the apple, mm-hmm. and I want to get biblical about this, I'm not trying to, but it's like, it's woman making man self-conscious. Like women have been making men self-conscious on a biological <laughs> right, level. Right, 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 like, right, right. are you good enough for me to mate with? Right, right, right. You know what? I don't like your genes. Have a fun time being lonely <laughs> and not procreating with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's it's it like, like that is biology. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's interesting. Like we are damaged little creatures in, in regards to that. But I remember it was, I remember it very clearly. You yeah. Know? <clears throat> it's funny how that trauma, no matter how long that shit's yeah. burnt into the memory banks, yeah. bro. Yeah, I remember that one. Uh, I'm trying to think if anything else happened this week. We did have the funeral and you know, other than other than that moment, it was it was pretty good. I ended up making dinner for everybody that night, well, for my family. Um, and, you know. So just your kids, not your all. Yeah, yeah, how about that? How about that? Um, Dude, that does. What is that smell? Is that the dog? That wasn't, that, I, my fingers have not been in my belly button today. Um, yeah, that, dude, that, you like kind of hit that one on the head for me, man. That like, yeah, man, that's some, that's some real shit. That's that clicky shit that some people are into. And, and you know what? I've always felt that my family is too inclusive. Mm-hmm. Like, we take in all the misfits. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and there's a, there's, there's can be some good in that. There can be some bad in that. Because you usually always have allies. You always have people mm-hmm. to play with. But at the same time is, like, if you take in some crackhead off the street and bring them to your home, you might be improving their life. And but you what's it? jeopardize yours. Exactly. But then I think her people are almost too exclusive. exclusive. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I feel that way with you know, my my mom was very inclusive. Yeah. Um. You think she was too inclusive? I almost think she. Had, <clears throat> that, that's maybe. probably why we got along so well. We're so used to it. Maybe, but she was also like she would be inclusive and be self aware of it. Like, you know, she'd be like, like sometimes I, I'd be like, look, you know, such and such and such. She'd be like, oh, come on, I even let your low life friends come over. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> But I, but I, th- yeah, but I think it's still being inclusive. Definitely. Like, yeah, definitely. yeah. I'm yeah, saying yeah, she's yeah. self aware yeah, yeah. about it. She's I like, mean, you're. Your dad was pretty inclusive too until you crossed that until line. Until you crossed the line, and then but then yeah. it, was, it was over for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on that. I, I think I was. Am I the only one that got a second chance? Yeah, probably. You were always in, like I think my growing up, my dad's favorite friends of mine were you, Shane, because everybody fucking yeah. Just Shane. Shane was just Shane is just <clears throat> too charming and uh, Brutus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad had a special spot in his heart for Brutus. Because Brutus ate. 
Oh, you know, anything. And and my dad, like I didn't eat. Yeah. And yeah. so my dad could fix whatever he wanted when Bruce was coming over because he would have someone else to eat with. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. You that's know? true. I was talking to, uh, do you remember Lale? They used to call him Filet. That name sounds familiar. I think, you know, here's something fucked up. I think they called him Filet because he's Jewish. Okay. Continue. But um, he, I, I, I hang out with him from time to time now. And we were reminiscing a bit. And I brought up this question I was going to ask you, too, because I can't remember. But I, I think Laura posed it to me. I was like, was Trees at Brutus's funeral? Because I don't remember him there. Laura doesn't remember him there. No, but Lael was. does. Lael thinks he was there. But he's not sure. He's just like, I think so. Um, I don't think. I don't either. I don't think he came until late. We left. To Brutus's? He came yeah. late to Mario's. No, no, no. Okay. I don't think he was there. I remember you saying to, to me, where where is he? Oh, okay. But I, I want to say as we were leaving, he might have came in. Hmm. I okay. think that's what happened. Because remember, we they started getting into some real big, we're going to lock the doors and pass the plate around, give us some money. Yeah. Do you remember Shane got up and gave that speech and walked out? Yeah, what did he say? I, like, like, like I can't remember went, word for Bruce word. Bruce wouldn't want this shit. Yeah, he, he was sitting next to me, and, and when they started going in into the save your soul, Bruce yeah. didn't save his soul, he got up, and the, the pastor or whatever was like, brother, where are you going? And he was like, look, uh, I came here to say goodbye to my friend, not to be incorporated into your organization. Goodbye. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah. And then we all we all left, it got and it got worse after that. Because I think you and I stayed for like another minute. Yeah, we, I think we stayed. It wasn't the whole thing. No? No. Because it got to a point a point in time, and you were getting angry. I was getting angry. I think I think Shane, call Shane and ask him. I think Shane was out there talking to Marcus. He was the he was definitely the first one. Maybe call him now. Yeah, give him a call. Give him a call. Call Shane. She's worthless. She's absolutely worthless. Call Shane. Is you have the English, <clears throat> you have the English voice on. It's gonna be funny if he answers. <laughs> He's not gonna answer. Let's see over under. That's a perfect spot right there, though. Sounds great. And I think when we left, Marcus went in. If memory serves me, that doesn't sound unfamiliar. No, he's definitely not gonna. I mean, dude, it is yeah. 2.17 on a Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. All right. No big, no big whoop. No big whoop. Have you talked to Shane or Marcus since the... Uh, I, I talked to Shane once. Uh, since, we, since the uh, the the text message? Yeah, the yeah, yeah. You yeah, call yeah. him out? I talked to him. It was actually pretty funny because he was, you know, he's talking, he's, you know, he's clean and he's, yeah, and he's yeah, working yeah, on yeah. all the things and he's got a new job and, you know, everything is getting on the right track and... You know, it was a good conversation. I, I told you about that because that's when he said, you know, I felt guilty for not taking advantage of the time that we had together. And I told him I, t- I felt that way about not taking advantage of the time we had together when he was in Virginia. Yeah. And he said that he moved down to Florida for kind of selfish reasons. Like he knew in the back of his mind that he was going to be able to party in like that oh, atmosphere. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> I, t- I talked to him and I was like, you know, whatever, whatever. And I, I thought I heard him smoking. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, uh, and I was like, did you quit cigarettes too, by chance? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I um, and he was like, huh? I was like, did you quit smoking? And he's like, no. 
I fuck with I fuck with cigarettes way too hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, and that'll be the guy that'll smoke until he's ninety five. Oh yeah, fine. no problem. He's just a, he's got a rabbit foot up his ass. Yeah, there. that's what it is. <clears throat> All right, get into news. I guess let's get into some news. We don't have. A, I don't think we have a whole lot. So It'd be a nice mellow show. Nice yeah, it easy is day. It is very mellow. Um, and we got uh, I got Black Panther. Can't I'm, wait. Dude, I'm still getting dopest. Comments. Oh really? I'm getting them on my reviews now. Really? Like, if anything, like if like, yes. if, like a, if like a weapon is falling out of the hand, I'm yeah. like, what is wrong with this thing? And if I do, if I do, the weapon is the weapon won't stay in his hand because dopus. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty awesome. Um, so let's start with non big three. As I'm scrolling through, dude, I, I did. Fu- Why look at that? I did fuck up. I forgot my wife teaches on Tuesdays and Thursdays now. I had nobody lined up to watch the kids, and she's like, "Um, glad that you, glad that I overheard you and Joe talking about fucking Black Panther on Thursday," and I'm like, "Oh fuck, I forgot." So she, we're getting a babysitter lined up and everything. But okay, let me see that. All right, so we'll move right into Marvel. Yeah, uh, uh, nothing the, else. No. Marvel, the the Deadpool trailer. Um, I liked it, I, and a lot of people didn't like it because it was too like fourth wall. You know, so that doesn't bother me. Okay, and, and let me say this: I liked it overall. Okay, um, and I think that overall, like, it's still I I think that Deadpool is a tricky beast because like it can't it it has to walk this fine line between yes. goofy and real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it seems like it's still gonna walk that line. Just I fine. I agree. I agree. That being said, I think Cable looks fucking stupid. I think Domino looks fucking stupid. I'm not happy with Domino. I wasn't happy with her before. The little scene. That little thing that actually somebody brought it to our attention on Nerd Rage. I think it was Dolzar. I think I think it was. I want to say his real name, but I don't know how he feels about that. But that Shatterstar is in that one image. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think, think it's he, confirmed. I think he looks fucking stupid. Yeah. Like I don't like the way any of them except for Deadpool look. look. And which doesn't mean anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like and I, in War with the Teenage Warhead or whatever her name is, she looks fine. Yeah, she looks fine. Is Col- was Colossus in it again? I didn't see him. Yeah, I don't know if I saw him or not. Um, Smiggle! Stop licking your God, nut. Mouth, mouth nut. Noises, man. <laughs> Hold on a second. Stop, stop licking your nut scar. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, now I loved the, that, that. That's what's tricky for me to criticize this. I like the tone of the trailer. Okay. I like the things that happened in the trailer. I love the action figure bid and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I love the construction of the trailer. Yeah. You don't really get much of what the story is going to be. Yeah. But it doesn't seem to be anything wrong with that. No, I just, no, I, I prefer that. I just feel like... I feel like it's Deadpool with a bunch of cosplayers. Ooh. That's interesting. That's how I feel about it. Yeah. Doesn't mean it's going to be bad. Yeah. Just means that I'm like, that's not cable. Yeah. Hmm. That's not Domino. Who are these people? I don't know. Do you have any other thoughts, um, comments, courtesies? I, I didn't mind the way cable looks. I think I like Josh Brolin as an actor. I like him too. You know, so I think he's gonna be able to pull it off. I I, I, I believe that as well. So I mean, like, even the first time I saw luscious Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, <laughs> I was like, this dickhead. It's not gonna be fucking Wolverine, but then once I saw him act like Wolverine, like oh fuck, this motherfucker's Wolverine. Well, I remember seeing that scene where he like did around the 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, around the for those listening, the the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. And I remember thinking to myself, "What's going on here?" (laughs) (laughs) They actually changed that scene from the trailer to the actual movie. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't like go upside down. It's like he does some circle or some dumb. It's dumb. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, our next note is well. It might be poisonous, which is the Venom trailer. I don't think so, man. Yeah, it's not. It's just Venom and name, you know. Yeah. It's Venom and name. Like who is this? He's not. A, he's not a photographer. You know what I mean? He doesn't hate Spider Man. Yeah, it just seems. It's just Venom and name. It just seems off. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, now there's there are some rumors. I don't know if they're verified or they're bullshit. That that. You know what's his face is going to be in it. Spider Man is going to be in it, but I don't. I don't even care. No, me neither. Yeah. And like, it, it, like it, for me, if the story of Venom doesn't center around Spider Man, yeah, who gives a shit? Yeah, it's not Venom. No, it's like, Venom by name. It's like a, it's like a, if if you have a Joker story and it doesn't involve Batman. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't care. Yeah. Really. We're, we're gonna get we're that gonna too. Get there. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't jump the gun. Yeah, but like I just I feel like those. It, it is. Probably Spider-Man's best villain. Ooh, is it? I would say, but purely mm. based on their relationship yeah, and shared yeah. history. Like, well, there's, there's it, rich and richness and depth. There. Yeah, it's it's the combination of the the symbiote's loathing of the rejection, and then right. Eddie Brock's you know loathing the, of, of Spider-Man of, of Peter Parker. Yeah, Peter, too. Yeah, 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 of the like betrayal. It's, it's so good. Yeah, it's it's his first villain that lo- that loves. That hates both aspects of his care of who he is yeah. for real. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I I I, I kind of think that Doc Ock's always my favorite Spider-Man bad guy. I don't know why. Well, like I, I think I think he's been the best portrayed in the films thus far. One hundred percent. Yeah, Alfred Moa Moa whatever his fucking name is. Who's better? That's what I'm going through. Oh, oh Jamie Fox. Maybe the Vulture. He did. He did well, but he wasn't as compelling. Cause like, the problem with I love Michael Keaton, mm-hmm. but the problem I'm, I'm, I'm not. Sh- I'm not yeah, sold on it. I'm the, bringing it the up. The as problem a with that character is once he identifies Peter as Spider Man and pulls the gun on him, like go have a dance with my daughter. That's when that movie falls apart for me. You know what I mean? I like the fact he he's he's a close second. He's a close second, but like. The whole the whole personality of the arms the the AI and the arms invading um, uh, Octavius's mind is such a cool concept to make him a more realistic character and somebody you definitely feel for. Like he lost his wife, he got obsessed. I will not die a monster. That that yeah, shit I was dis- compelling. I don't disagree with that. Yeah, I mean, that shit is compelling. I mean, uh, the Vulture had a similar arc at the end where he didn't betray Peter, his secret, and I like that. And I think that there's, I think that there's, so I, I guess maybe I would say this. I think I would say that the Vulture is probably my favorite Spider-Man villain on film. Okay. But that Dr. Octopus is probably the most faithful, respectful representation of a villain on film from Spider-Man. I I agree with that. I agree with that because... Uh, Vulture is in a better Spider-Man film. Agreed. And, yeah. and, 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 and if, a better if, Vulture. Yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> that, yeah, he's better than Vulture really is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah no, I, I can get on that. Um, 
So this is this next bit is we moving to we have a lot of troubling news with DC this week. Yeah, I'm not I'm not excited. So the first one is getting a main man for the main man. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, you know what? This is probably perfect. I, I'm you know what? This might be the movie he was born to do. All the other bullshit and explosions and gratuity might just be Lobo, you know what I mean? Well, I'm trying. I'm trying to look on the bright side. I, I, so I went through this. I went through this stage, and I don't think that you're wrong. Here's the thing: we give Michael Bay shit because of Transformers. Yes, but he doesn't really make bad movies outside of Transformers. I mean, like Pearl Harbor is okay. But it's not a great movie. It's not a great movie, but it's, it's not a, a bad movie. It's not a bad movie. Like it's a it's a decent movie. It's, yeah, it's you know decent. like, I mean even some of the bad boys they're like like okay that one I, I would go with you yeah. more on. But like I mean they're not bad, but they're like yes they're great when you're twelve and your parents don't know you're watching you know Martin Lawrence. You know what I mean? Well, like like I'm thinking more like uh, The Rock. 13th hour or whatever it was with uh I mean dude have you seen the rock recently? No, no. Have you seen? No, I haven't. Let us go home and fuck the prom queen. You know, I mean it's ridiculous. But like know? um I mean know, it's great. It's great. But what, what about, like, again when you're 13 years old. Uh, 13th hour. Didn't he do Con Air? Pain and Glory they didn't say. Did he do Con Air? I don't know. Pain and Glory? I am going to bring it up. I'm going But Pain what, and Which was Pain and Glory? That was a, some true story about like a Physical trainers or something. It was Mark Wahlberg and the oh, Rock. Oh, pain and gain. Okay, <laughs> no, bro. Did it, see I it? didn't see it. No, no, I didn't see it. But people say it was good. I mean, people say Transformers. Yeah, good, yeah but I mean, because yo, people are first off. Everybody loves the Rock. What's his fucking name? This Michael guy? Bay. Everybody's the Rock. Rock can't do any wrong right now. And dude, for whatever reason, people love Mark Wahlberg. I know. I don't hate him. I I enjoy, I've enjoyed I've enjoyed more films of his than I I have not. I, I, I can't say that. I can't. All right, let's. I mean, just think of Boogie Nights. I love absolutely. That's his best film. Yeah. Would you say that's his best film? I would say it's easily his best film and best oh, acting. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Rockstar. I liked when that came out. When uh, he was like, I, I, when I he, was, he's like a normal guy. Yeah, no, I, I remember I, the film. Whenever it came out, I enjoyed it. Okay. I like Ted. I like Daddy's Home. I never saw Ted Two. Ted is okay. Ted is good. Yeah. I never saw Ted Two, so Ted I can't say trash. I like Daddy's Home. I laughed my ass off during that film. That was okay. Um, Four Brothers is trash. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. Four I, Brothers I, you is know, trash. You know, I, I can't remember not liking Shooter Four Brothers. Shooter is trash. Shooter wasn't bad. Because, I mean, it was based off a book. It wasn't bad. A book? It's based off a book. Shooter? Yeah. 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 Oh, his, his... He was a Vietnam sniper in the book instead of a desert storm. No, no, sniper. no, no, no. That's, um, that's something else. Shooter? When he when he framed to kill killing the the vice president? Oh maybe, yeah. That shit was trash. Shooter? Yeah. I think it was that bad. Um, um, that that shit that he was in where he was a military guy. That shit that like there was a whole is it was Lone it? Survivor? Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that's that good. Was good. Yeah. Um, what else did he do here recently? All right, so wait. Planet of the Apes. Don't hate it. I don't hate that. Don't hate let it. Let me go. Let me let me go through. I think I feel like we need to go through him, but let's go through these Michael Bay films. Okay. First. So okay. all right, all five Transformers movies trash. Yeah. I mean, the first one I don't think is trash. The first one. Was a good movie. It was just a bad Transformer movie. I agree. And they just got two through five is trash. They got progressively worse. I agree. Two through five percent is trash. Okay. Armageddon isn't bad. It's not great, but it isn't bad. Yeah. I mean, I kind of feel like it's one of those movies. It's very nineties. Very Mm nineties. Never go back. 
The nineties. Deep, deep the impact, one thing that Deep Impact was a superior. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, Bad Boys is fine. It's fine. Yeah. The Rock is fine. Pain and Gain, they say, is good. I've never seen it. Yeah, yeah. I the can't. Island is good. Oh, that's with the clones. Yeah. Right? Ewan McGregor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Movie. And uh, Scarlett Johansson. Bad Boys Two is, mm, is Bad Boys Two is fine. Uh, Thirteen Hours is good. Which one was that? I never saw that. That was a yeah, shoot yeah, yeah. Hillary Osama bin Laden. Um, no, no, Osama bin Laden, right? No, it was... Uh, oh, Benghazi? Yeah. Never saw that, no. It's good. Okay. Uh, then Zero he, Dark Thirty was Osama uh, uh, bin Laden. Uh, Project Almanac, I never saw that. I did see that. He did that one? Yeah. That, I Am Number Four, I never saw that. Really? That wasn't that bad. He did the Friday the 13th reboot. He might have produced some of this shit. I don't think... Yeah, are you looking at director... Let me, let me look it up. Let me may have fucked up. Yeah. May have fucked up. Oh, uh, God damn this fucking they should why why don't they make it easy? I don't Director. Know. Fuck up our fuck up our podcast. Give yeah. this <laughs> fake news. He's he's fucking up our, our very popular podcast. Yeah, with, man. With We're gonna lose like ten percent of our viewership. <laughs> Two people are gonna delete the account. Do the math. Oh god. Okay, here we go. Let me let me okay. I, I got right, a reboot. Here. Reboot. Reboot. All right. Uh, I want to see. I want to say he did not do Project Almanac. All right, director. Yeah, fifty-four films. Wow. All right, Transformers thirteen. Already did Pain and Gain. Transformers the Island. Yeah. Uh, the Lionel Richie collection, the video documentary. Ooh. I uh, never saw it. Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Uh, Faith Hill. There you'll be. Mm. Video short. Armageddon, Aerosmith Falling in Love, The Rock, Bad Boys, Meatloaf's Bad Out of Hell. Um, bunch of Meatloaf shit. Dude, Meatloaf, let me tell you something. Not for me. Yeah, a little overrated. Uh, yeah, it's a whole bunch of music video stuff. Yeah, that's how you get started. <clears throat> yeah, I know, but I mean, like, a lot that they have here. Yeah, I guess he just produced that other stuff. Yeah. So yeah, not he hasn't done much. Yeah, I mean he's fine. Hmm. He's made a lot of money. It's interesting. That's very true. That is true. So I don't know. Maybe it was thirteen hours. He did. He produced a whole bunch of shit. Okay. All right. So, all right. Let's look up Marky Mark. Dude, I bet you they're gonna cast Mark Wahlberg as Lobo. Holy shit! That almost makes sense. Yeah. Think like- about it. He's gonna be CGI'd as fuck, right? He would have to be for me to be on board. Because I mean, he's got to—he's got to be. I mean, he's been skinny at times, Lobo. Yeah, but he's still got to look crazy in the face, all the hair and everything, and the you know. He don't need to CGI hair. Yeah, he's got like a big fucking mane of black hair, bro. Yeah, I feel like a wig. Nah, bro. It needs to be waving, waving around in the vacuum of space. Well, let me let me look is, here. Is he gonna be on a skull motorcycle though? <laughs> I hope so. God, Lobo's is a stupid character. All the money in the world that comes out that came out last year, never saw it. Daddy's Home Two, never saw it. Uh, Transformers, Patriots Day, never saw it. Deep Water Horizon, never saw it. That's that uh, oil rig movie. I heard that. Oh, was I did good. see that. I yeah. did. It was fine. Yeah. Daddy's Home, it was good. Yeah. Ted Two is trash. Entourage, but I mean, he's not like a star in the movie. He's just like a cameo, and he yeah. plays himself. Yeah. Mojave, never saw it. The Gambler, never saw it. Transformers. Lone Survivor, he was great in. Yeah. Uh, two guns, one for each of you. Never saw it. Uh, I think 
who was in that with him? Like, uh, um, Denzel Washington. Yeah, I didn't see it. Uh, two guys always play the same character. Broken City, never saw it. Ted is good. Contraband, never saw it. The Fighter, uh, I saw the, the Fighter is good. Contraband was good. Wait, which one is the Fighter? The Fighter's one with Tom Hardy. Uh, is that I the believe- one with? Oh, because there's yeah. like two that came out around the same time. One with Christian Bale. Yeah, yeah, and Tom Hardy. And one with Tom Hardy. The Tom Hardy one is really good. I think. I don't know. Continue. Um, the other guys, trash. Date night. Never saw. Uh, I may have seen it, but don't remember it. Uh, that sounds familiar. The lovely Boons. I saw that. That, that was, was good. good. Yeah. Max Payne. Trash. The <laughs> Happening is trash. We own the night is actually really good. Shooter is trash. Departed is really. Yeah, good. that's really good. Uh, Invincible. Never saw it. That was good. Four Brothers that. is trash. I heart Huckabee's. The, yeah, that was good. I I don't like it. Look, there, there's a certain slice of life of people that love shit like this. Love I heart Huckabee's. Love that. Love ho- actually hotel movie. That movie with the hotel. It's like the such and such inn of Transylvania or whatever. It's like some offbeat comedy. Just continue. Rushmore would be in that same pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the Italian Job. Never saw it. That no, I just fu- I did. That see was it. fine. Uh, the Truth About Charlie, never saw it. Rockstar, can't remember it. That was good, I like that. Planet of the Apes is fine. Perfect Storm, fine. That was fine. Yeah, it wasn't bad. The Yards, never saw it. Three Kings is good. Yeah. The Corruptor is trash. Big Hit is trash. Boogie Nights is great. And then everything before that is like bullshit. I think he's fine. Yeah, I would say after, I'm not... after reading it, I would put him in the fine pocket. Yeah, I, I, I like, I personally like more than I don't like with him. Like uh, the stuff, there's nothing there that I hated with him in it. There's a lot of stuff I didn't, I haven't seen. Like the gambler, you know what I mean? There's a lot of stuff I, I, I really, I, I hate Four Brothers. I hate really? Shooter. I hate Big Hit. I what hate Big Hit? Corrupter. I hate a lot of that I haven't shit. seen Big Hit or Corrupter. Yeah. <clears throat> that, those are like both soundtrack movies in my opinion. So like, okay. Look, we got a really good soundtrack. Do you think we could get some yeah, get Marky, and, get Marky Mark on this. Yeah. Um, but let me read what it says about this. Now, back to Lobo. Yeah. <laughs> back to Lobo. 20 minutes later. So The Wrap, I don't even know what that is, reports that Transformers franchise director Michael Bay is being eyed by DC Films and Warner Brothers to direct the Lobo movie. It's going to be in a Deadpool-style adult superhero blockbuster. Mm. Surprise, <laughs> surprise. Um, it's probably no coincidence that, the, coincidence that this announcement comes on the heels of the string of adult anti-hero movie headlines, Deadpool 2, yeah. Venom. And the new Joker movie. So, yeah. I don't know. Leaking my tire. (laughs) Dude, uh, when I was doing the, um, uh, the, the Paul Bearing. Yeah. Uh, her father gave me a flat tire. Oh, that's the worst, bro. And I had to walk all through the fucking hill in the dress shoes, like fucking jammed up underneath my fucking foot. Come on, bro. (laughs) Remember when uh, uh, it was in Friday, I think, when he tripped up Ice Cube, like he like kicked underneath his foot, like, you know, when somebody's walking and on mm-hmm. their back step, you like kick up underneath their foot, and make them stumble a bit. And he, yeah, he just—it's like a real subtle moment. He just real quick. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So next, we have the jokes on us. Oh God. So. There's a lot of news about this Joker movie. So now Scorsese, because then we hear rumors that Scorsese was going to direct it. Yeah. So now it's that he's going to produce it. 
Oh no. Hakeem Phoenix is in talks to Hakeem is in talks to play the Joker. They better go the scar route to make up for that old. <laughs> He's actually gonna cut his lip for real. Um the report states that while negotiations haven't yet started, Todd Phillips has made it clear that Hakeem Phoenix is his top choice to play the Joker. So Todd Phillips is the one directing it. Yeah. He's writing and directing it. Yeah. Um, the Joker standalone movie is not part of the DCEU slate of films, and Jared Leto is still set to play the Joker in DCEU. So time out. Time out. Pause. Right there. I don't give a fuck about this movie. I don't care. Mm-hmm. They can do whatever they want. But... The caveat is, I'm happy about this, because this will open the door for them to do other feature film DC movies of stuff that I like that doesn't need to be bogged down or tied down to the DCEU. The DCEU. So if it's successful. I, if it's successful, yes. So I could get a <clears throat> Red Sun movie. Can a Joker movie be unsuccessful? Oh, yeah. I'm oh, not yeah. sure. I think a second Joker movie could be unsuccessful. I'm not sure if a Joker movie could be unsuccessful at this point. If you asked me 15 years ago if I thought a Superman movie could be unsuccessful, I'd be like, no fucking way. That's fair. But, but you know, even 15 years ago, I would Or a said, Batman movie. That's crazy. Yeah. But, you know, a Batman... To be fair, a Batman movie... And just if we're talking like the American market. Yeah. A Batman movie, like with Batman in the title, still hasn't been unsuccessful. Uh, Batman and... Forever, Batman and Robin. I mean, they were both successful. Were they? I want to say Batman and Robin was not successful. I think they made their money back at least. <sighs> Maybe the Justice League. Yeah, but that's, I'm just fucking with you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they, they, I just looked at their stats recently. Not, not great. They're, they're done. Um, you know the fucked up bit is. Let is me, that, let me finish this real quick, yeah, yeah, and then we can discuss. Get, get it done. Get it done. Oh fuck. Oh, oh no, no. So. uh... As noted, the Joker standalone movie will be part of a yet-to-be-determined new banner of DC comic movies, which would give the studio the opportunity to expand the canon of the iconic comic book characters with unique story angles that aren't included in his current cinematic universe. It's also said that Leonardo DiCaprio was courted for the Joker role, but it didn't pan out. Todd Phillips' Joker movie is also being co-written by Scott Silver, which is said to delve into what it took for the Joker to become a mastermind criminal. And that the movie will take place in the 80s and have more of the look of a gritty crime drama than a comic book movie. Hmm. Hakeem Phoenix was also up to play Lex Luthor in Batman vs. Superman and Doctor Strange for Marvel, but passed on both roles. Hmm. I actually could have... That's interesting to me. I could have dealt with him. So was fucking... What's his face? Third choice? I don't know. Who was He part? had to be. Oh, yeah, because... Yeah, it was... Uh, what you call? Uh, Eisenberg. Or yeah, Eisenberg. Heisenberg. Fuck, man. It's crazy, right? Yeah. Dude, was was BBS like doomed because of that? I don't know, man. I and I still I I think that that I think that his performance in that movie is a directorial issue. Cuz that guy can act. He doesn't need to be such a cartoon character. Eisenberg or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. It's <laughs> funny how I Eisenberg. Yeah. yeah. Um hmm. So, I, don't I don't know. know. I don't know. I I, I do. Th- I mean, ha- Hakeem is a talented dude. He's a dickhead. Yeah, I don't fucking like him. I don't like him either. But, I, I, but here's my thing. He can work. Yeah, you can work. You yep. can be an. Actor. I'll go see your movie. Yep. yep, yep. I don't care about your yep. politics. Yep. Same here. You know. Same here. Like and I'm um, gonna eat a turkey stick while I'm 
while I'm watching your movie, Rakim. Yeah. Uh, like, and I'm going to wash it down with a nice, juicy rear so steak. So I'll, I'll tell you a funny story. Um, so my dad was a firefighter, and he knows a lot of guys still on the job, I guess. Or yeah. People's nephews and shit. Like, it's just a family thing. And he said that Hakeem went to Baltimore to meet and spend time with these Baltimore firemen before he did Ladder 49. Yeah. And the dude, like one of the firemen showed up in like a leather jacket and the dude made him go stand out in the hallway. Yeah. That's bullshit. Yeah. They should have all walked out on it. Yeah, they should have. They should have. Yeah, you can go fuck yourself. Yeah. How about that? How about that? Uh, all right. So the next, but I, I do think he's talented. I do think that he's, he's not a terrible choice. Like off the top, like, you know, if you gave me a list of 10 people to play the Joker yeah. and I had to scratch off five of them, he probably wouldn't be one that I'd scratch off. Uh, no, I, 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 agree. I would agree. I would agree. You know what it needs to be? It needs, it should be what's his face from Last of Mohegans and Butcher Bot, Bot Bill. Bill the Butcher. Uh, Fuck. Daniel Day-Lewis. Yes. He needs to be the Joker. I, I, I think that guy can do anything. So. He's retiring, though. He's, like this, he's in his last film. He, um, so I, I, a little doll talk with him. Yeah. I stumbled across this guy. Doll talk. Rain Man. Mm-hmm. He makes figures. Figures. One six scale. Mm-hmm. He does extremely limited runs. Okay. Like 15 to 50. Like okay. somewhere that's in that. Very, that's very limited. Somewhere in that ballpark. Um, he does them all himself, you know. <clears throat> like he paints, sews the clothes, yep. everything? Yep. Wow. So they're extremely limited. He did a Bram Stoker's Dracula, which is now my grail. Really? That's like, I mean, it's ridiculous. It's aftermarket prices now, and you're looking at an insane amount of money. When they come out, bucks? When they come out, they yeah. retail between 1000 and 1500 Oh, wow. Um, but they're like, they're the shit. Uh Anyway, he did a Bill the Butcher, yeah. which is fucking amazing. Um, but he's done a bunch of them, and he, the, the cool thing about it is he only, he's only got to sell 15 to 50. Yeah. You know, so, like, he can do really obscure characters. And Dude, you got to hit him up. I know. Does he ever make them again? I guess he's making them in lots. Yeah, and he just, like, he does, like, you know, it's almost like one of your painting assembly lines. Yeah, like he's just yeah. Doing, now I'm going to do all the eyes. Now I'm going to do all the, and now I'm going to paint your gray pants blue. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll see if I can find it. Um, but it, it's amazing. It's amazing work. And, yeah, and he's done a bunch of stuff. I stumbled upon it, and I, I put it like uh in in the doll talk chat. You guys have a doll talk chat? Yeah, it kind of, it's, it's kind of just evolved into that. It it was. I've never been invited. It was the chat to get Tyler here to do that sit down thing, and now it's just kind of lingered on and become this doll mm. doll talk chat. Not not invited to your doll talk chat. Would you like to be a part of it? I mean. I wouldn't like to ask. Okay, well, if you want to be a part of it, you let me know, because I'll throw you in in a minute. If it, As a general rule for me, never assume I want to be a part of any additional chats. Um, uh, but, yeah, he, he so he did this, and he did, like, a deluxe version, which does the... How do you feel about being taken out of chats? Taken out of chats? Yeah. That, that's just things a little bit. Like, let me leave. You know what I mean? <laughs> I gotta kick um, me out. I like I deleted a chat, but I wanted to delete it, so I removed everybody first and then deleted, and some, some people had a... Uh, Dad, it's fucking amazing. Yeah. Oh, he did the armor version as well. No, he did. He did the young man in the suit. Yeah, that's some other shit. 
he did the young man in the suit, the young Dracula. Yeah, that one. Yeah. And the old one. And now, if you bought them both together, you got a bust of the werewolf. Oh, wow. And and to be honest with you, the werewolf bust doesn't look great. But the rest of it. I looks mean, great. like, it, this looks fucking perfect like Gary Ullman. Yeah. His Bill the Butcher one, equally as amazing. Huh. That's pretty crazy. So anyway, <clears throat> I put it. Hold on, man. I'm I'm, I'm getting it. I'm getting yeah, no, it right dude. Now. He's he did Hannibal. He did uh, uh, Vince and Jules. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I would love to have that. Yeah, like he he he's done like uh, he did uh, Jack from The Shining. Oh, really? Yeah, he's he's done like a bunch of really so cool stuff. Does he have a mailing list or something? Uh, I don't. He has a website, dude. We should get him on the podcast. That'd be great for an interview. Right now, he's working on Annabelle. Like the oh the doll yeah Ooh. Like, see I'm not, I'm not like I wish I was into that shit I got a buddy who's really into horror shit like that yeah. that might like he oh he probably go uh, he did like, a crazy like he did an Exorcist that's not great mm. but um anyway it, it's amazing stuff and I, I put in that chat I was like dude look at the shit and like this, and then, and Chris was like ah like I didn't say who it was by or anything you know what I mean and Chris was like ah Rain Man back away slowly oh really. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Yeah, man. But yeah, do you, do you ever feel like there's that escalation factor, like Tyler is in it, right? Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. I was talking to I don't want to give away the name of the guy, but the guy is going to be on the Skull Affair two. Okay. And he was asking. He watched Skull Affair one, I guess, to kind of see what he was in for. Yeah. And he was like, he was like, it was interesting listening to Tyler talk. And he was like, he traded. He, he did he sell off his whole collection for Hot Toys? I don't think he sold off everything yet. He's, he's it's all, being sold. Yes, and he has yeah. a few left, but it's yeah. he sold the vast majority. Yeah. And I said he didn't sell off everything for Hot Toys. Yeah. He sold it all off, and then he got into Hot Toys. Yeah. And he's burned a hole in his pocket. Well, he said to me, he was like, his response was, I guess it is the natural progression of things. Yeah. Like, that was the guy who I was talking to's response. And then it's funny because just recently, man, I've been looking at this quarter scale statue shit, and I'm like, I can swing that. Yeah. You know, like, 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 like some of the shit that Joe gets where it's like twelve and $1,400, so I'm like, everybody relax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like some of the shit, like the size of shit that's like 500, 500 I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can swing that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, but it's like, it's like. With this <laughs> Trump tax bill. <laughs> they wear, uh, they wear body armor, we get armor piercing rounds. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, for sure. That might be, I got a little bit extra money in the paycheck. Yeah, like. You marked that shit. I've been, I've been eyeballing this Wonder Woman you know, even though I don't have a place for it, really, I just I, like in my, my. It's just it's funny. Like, what you can do, you can take out that middle shelf right there. There's <laughs> like a, a new joke now on Shattercast. Is like the the biggest dumbest shit that you can fit in a detolf. Yeah. Like um, you know, like I like everything. Anytime that anything huge comes out now, Robert's just gonna stuff it in a detolf for like in a Photoshop. Like, dude, yeah, just get just buy the elephant and put it in the detolf. <laughs> 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 I was going to take out the glass shells. I'll go squatting that motherfucker real quick. Yeah, well, I, I was, I was just been looking at it, and I'm like, man, like, it's funny. Like, it's so funny. I remember buying like my first collector piece. It was a Play Arts Kai. I think it was Dark Knight Joker. It was either Dark Knight Joker or Arkham City Harley. It was one of the two. And I remember thinking to myself, I was like, wasn't it Cammy? No, no, I got that for Christmas that same oh, year. It was the Joker. I remember you getting, and I was like, oh man. Do I want to get into this? 60 bucks for a toy? They're going to be careful. 
You can't just, you know what I mean? And now, and now it's ten times. Now it's yeah, and 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 it's like, and, and now before you know it, I'm like, I'm looking at the five hundred dollar, five hundred fifty dollar range. And I'm yeah, like, if I want to, I can make that happen, dude. I'm going through all my forty. So talking to my wife and everything, and like, I've got so much shit down in that basement project wise. And I was talking to Joe about this the other day. Mm-hmm. I get down there sometimes, and the anxiety kicks in of like, I don't know what to do. Like, mm-hmm. should I clean this up? Should I paint this? Right, right, should right, I work right. on this? Should I build this? Should I clip this thing? Right, 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 right. And I have I have that too. Yeah, so like sometimes I just move shit around to try yeah. to get an organization system that helps it flow. And recently I've just been grabbing whatever's closest and painting it. It doesn't matter what it is. That's... And, and it's helping me because I'm doing this like, you know, paint two things every week type mm-hmm. thing, which I need to get on. I'll knock it out. Um, but the other day I had this realization, like I, I got these... Like one of the guys that was a beer and bolters guy, um, he he decided to go back to school, mm-hmm. and he sold me some stuff, very well painted Eldar stuff. You've seen that stuff in the mm-hmm. case, and uh, it's all none of it is airbrushed. It's all like wet blended, you know, very nice, very vibrant colors and stuff like that. Um, and you know, the it's probably worth more than I bought it for, but I did spend some money on it, like mm-hmm. fifteen hundred bucks probably. And that, he came with cases. Like all the cases for it, a bunch of extra uh, casts because he molded his own shit. Everything's magnetized. It's it's a you know, and he just charged me basically the, the plastic cost of everything. Mm-hmm. And it was like, he was like, I was like, hey man, I'll buy it from you, and if you want to buy it back, type of thing, you know. Um, and I'm actually giving him a first crack, but like I'm like, dude, I play with these things twice, and they're beautiful, right? But I don't even fucking care about 40k anymore. I've been playing 30k so much, right? So now I'm like, anything that's not complete. Sorry about that. Anything that's not completely painted, like, and I and I think that I'm going to play with it in the near future, I'm fucking selling it. Well, I, like, I, I do the same thing. Like, I come down here and, like, I don't know, like, do I start to build a diorama? Do I tidy up the mess I've already made? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should I start organizing my workspace in there yep, so that I can yep, have, yep, like, yep. I, I go through the exact same things. And like you, I end up saying... And I'll, I'll get to why I think that is in a minute, but I'll be like, no, you know what? I'm just going to move my Dinobots from here to there. And, that, you know, because be, but <laughs> yeah. I think it's... And you feel you're accomplished. You finish something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yep. like like you look at it sometimes, you're like, there's no way I, I have an hour to myself. There's no way I'm going to be able to clean all this in an hour. Dr. Peterson talks about that. There, there's, <laughs> there's, there's no way I'm going to be able to finish this diorama yeah, yeah, so in an hour. Just do one thing. Yeah. Do do one little piece of work. Exactly. Get it done. It's hard it's to one, walk away from. It's one reward. But it's hard to walk away from. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm in the exact same boat. So, so those people, listen, I got tons of painted armies that if you want... You know, some unpainted shit. If anybody's interested in a good deal, I'll give you a fucking steal of a deal. Hashtag PayPal ready. Let's go. Um, All right. So the next? the next note is actually that might be it for DC. Mm, no. Mm-mm. Um. Mm-mm. Zach Snyder. More like Zach fired. <laughs> it's a stretch. <laughs> All right. So let's rate it. Uh, this is heavy rumor shit. Yeah. But I, I'm I want to say. I'm going to go ahead and wave the bullshit flag first before even reading it. Okay. But continue. Continue. It's now being said that Zack Snyder was fired from Justice League. Following Zack Snyder having left the Justice League due to a family emergency in May, a reported a report surfaced in July stating that Zack Snyder's future with the DC movies was limited at best. Now the writer of the article for Mashable has taken to Twitter to, say, to state that Zack Snyder was fired and basically says he had to spin the article away from stating that Snyder had been fired. The quote is this. 
Since I'm shifting into don't give a fuck mode, here's a hot one for you. Zack Snyder was fired from DCEU just over one year ago. Couldn't write it quite that way at the time, but was able to tap dance around it. Uh, and then these are tweets. Uh, over the years, I noticed you could predict Rotten Tomatoes scores based on studio behaviors prior to embargo release. This is the exact kind of story Rotten Tomatoes should be doing, yet they still have no EIC or edible version. Isn't that funny? I don't know what that's all about. And he says, the news isn't that surprising as Zack Snyder really isn't directing directly involved in any more DC movies. The writer Josh L. Dick, Dickey also sounded off on the entertainment news industry, which I must say is rather refreshing. He says, since I am uh, won't bother with reviews, though I wrote dozens and dozens, no one took me seriously as a critic, including me. I was more interested in truths and obsession, the call, and, and obsession that an obsession that cost me my friends, job opportunities, and studio brownie points. Never did fully board the Hollywood bandwagon. I sleep great though. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, so maybe it's not bullshit. Maybe it's not. I don't know. I, I, I my only question is. Why? How does he know? I, I get the why. Yeah. But how? who the hell is... And no disrespect to the guy. Skull Affair, episode three, is available for you, Josh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like who, who is the guy, and how was he privy to the information? And if he... If he and I'm not doubting his character, because it seems like... Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm only going off this limited information, but if integrity is so important to him, why did he have to spin it a certain way in the first As place? As a valid point. That's a valid point. Um, you know, man, like... And there could be a reason for that. I, you know, I don't know. The only thing that I'd say would be plausible is I, I, I would bet a tactical move if they thought the film wasn't going to do well and they wanted to get as much cash out of it as they can is not to go and say they fired Zack Snyder. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and, you know, but the, fun, the fucked up bit is every clip that I've seen from the Snyder cut looks good. Like the Superman scene when he's walking through the hallway. Have you seen that one? I don't know. He's walking. He's back in the ship. He's in his like clothes from being re- awoke, and he's walking by. And like, there's a black suit that shows up. There's the armor that shows up, and then there's another, something else that shows up. And you, and you guess he's looking at the blue and red suit, and mm-hmm. he gets a new suit. Because I was like, "Where do you get a new suit?" Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, and like, it just it was a good scene. And I was like, "Fuck, man! Why didn't they just? Why couldn't that be in the movie?" Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm very curious. We there haven't was heard no... anything about the DVD release at all. Yeah, and it should be coming up. No, it's it, no, no, that 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 was in the preview for the DVD DVD release. When is the DVD release? It's like any time now, like in a week or two. Because I want to see, I want to see what's on that bitch. Yeah, and I'm, like the I'm gonna take that motherfucker, figure out how to download a copy, edit that bitch, <laughs> and put, put the back. and put that other shit in there. Yeah. So yeah, um, Q and A. I don't think we have much, uh, but we do have a few, and we we got a nice little letter, so I'm gonna read that as well. Um, we got a new uh, Patreon pledge as well. Nice. Uh, $1,000. Step up your game, people. From from Joe. So thank you, Joe. We're going to talk. We have some Patreon news. Hey, Joe, Joe KW. We told him he's off the podcast. Things again. Like, what is going on in the Nerd Rage account? Dude. They need to relax. Know. Pedophile alert warning. Yeah, they're sending us all these pedophile alert warnings. <laughs> Dope. Dope. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so um, and that we're not we're not joking. There's like that's that's being emailed. But what if somebody what if somebody just put our email name down? That says, don't please don't do please that. don't do that. Um, all right. So uh, 
gotta get the question in early now. February second. We may have answered this. I don't think so. Is there a specific this is from Paul C? Is there a specific toy from your childhood that was either stolen or broken? Yeah, got told. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So we haven't got another one from Paul, which is fine. Step your game, Paul. I guess. Uh, shout out to the good minister. He hit us up and just wanted to let us know, and he didn't even ask for a shout out. Okay. We're just doing this because he's been a listener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he has he hit me up a couple months ago and had some questions about podcasting and my opinion on yeah, some yeah, things yeah. and I, I gave him what you know what limited information Dude, I, he should be a guest i i, w- I would love to have him yeah here. um but you know i I'm, I'm in a search for jesus right now it might be a good time yeah, to like, save my soul there good um, minister the good minister i have more information now to give you on uh technical stuff so uh give me a call again and i can bring you up to speed but he uh he ended up starting his podcast which is, is available on Podbean. It's called the Black Delegates Pod, mm-hmm. which I think is... I haven't listened to it yet. I am going to listen to it, Minister. I promise you that, but I haven't had a chance to yet, and I've subscribed to it. I think it's about... Did he want us to do a shout-out? No, he didn't ask for one, but I'm giving but it to him Does anyway. he want us to do one? Sure. <laughs> um, all of a sudden, all these nerd rage savages start showing up at his nice podcast. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's a... He's uh, like, no, 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 no! A a political, a semi-political podcast. All right, check, I'm not looking for it right now. The Black Delegates. So shout out to him, and I wish you nothing but the best, um, Minister, as usual. And then the only other thing that we got was a, a nice little letter from Rudy. And he said that we didn't have to read it, but he took so much time to write it that I figured it was worth reading. So he said, what up, fellas? This isn't a question as much as it is a very long comment, but I was listening to NRR 128, enjoying it while doodling and just going hey, about my... delegates? D-E-L-E-G-A-T-E-S. All right, can anybody spell that fast and write that shit down? I fucking hate that but shit. See, I hear you. In my head, I have to do it because I have to visualize it in my head, and if I, if I take too long with the letters, the first ones start falling off. All right, off. just give it to me again slower. D E L E G A T E S. Like I had to have a rhythm to it, or the letters fade away in my mind. Um, uh, I can't find it on here. Is it on iTunes? I don't know. Well, I'll find it for you. All right. What up, fellas? This isn't a question as much as he was doodling, uh, going about his day off per usual when he's not at school or work. He said, sorry, this is long, so to speak, and I understand if you guys don't read it, and I don't expect you guys to talk about it on the show, but it's something I've wanted to say for a minute. Uh, I've been listening to you guys from the beginning. Episode one. I first heard, well, it gets there. I first heard Bobby back in the old GMC days. Wow. Where he shared his art, and I was like, oh, look at this guy over here with his fancy art getting privilege in this podcast. But nevertheless, I remember just thinking this is a cool, normal guy and not some sort of nerd, no pun intended. I went on to SCU a couple weeks after it had started because it was a busy time in my life. Hadn't had much time to listen to podcasts. So I'm so he sit, so he says, so I'm sitting at my dad's and can't sleep. So I start catching up on GMC and I hear mention of SCU, possibly three episodes in. SCU became my podcast to listen to on Saturday mornings while I make coffee and bread and enjoy my morning. I would eventually start to listen to you guys possibly three episodes in already as well. I've been commenting more on stuff lately, but that's not usually how I roll. I'll have a feeling about something, but when it gets into typing, I'm over it, and I know things don't revolve around my ideas. So please believe that I'm having a hard time thinking if I should even share this. What I meant to get into really was Bobby and how it seems like we have a lot in common. I'll admit my life is nowhere near uh, Bobby's level of struggle. My life isn't really that much of a struggle right now. I just I've been through a fair amount of struggles. You can see it in my face. Um, when he was younger, it just really shocked me how much we have similar. Bobby's story about his dad getting mad at him because he got ran over. I got a lot of 
feedback on that, by the way. And always you guys out for sympathy. Not it's funny. Always, uh, yeah. I didn't I didn't want it to be taken that way. And I didn't get a whole lot of sympathy. Just a lot of like this. Like, what it happened story. though, for real? You're like, dude, I get hit by a car. It was awesome. <laughs> no, no. But I was just like, I, I just think it's a weird, it's a weird, it's a weird thing for a lot of people to see. Because I knew before I even got to the house, I was in trouble. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And I think that's a weird mentality for a lot of people. Like, no, yeah, you know, um, uh. And guys not understanding his dad's mentality really connected with me. It's in the main reason I decided to email because my dad's the same way. He was always the person who never let me cry, would have had my ass if I ever got punked. He would uh, handle things with me by getting angry at, at, at me and yelling but never hitting. He, he yelled at me for getting injured in wrestling practice. Um, I can only imagine what it would have been like if I got run, ran over. <laughs> I went over the car, to be fair. Our moms, while I admit Bobby has more extreme case, <laughs> my mom had her moments when I was younger. Uh, she did a lot despite his father. Most important, we grew up very close to our grandmas. Um, et cetera, et cetera, music seems to play an important part of our lives. He doesn't collect much himself, but still likes to see the stuff <clears throat> and, and so on. He says uh, his uncle was a big part of getting him back into collecting, took him to the 86 nice. movie. Um, he wasn't traumatized by his upbringing, but he does feel like it made him tougher and more independent. Uh, I don't want this to come across as fanboying uh, with Bobby posters all over my wall, but maybe I have some. This is just something I wanted to share. Uh, anyways, uh, he's gone on long enough. Uh, uh, I love the new apes and the new Luke. Peace out. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just wanted to, to uh, you know, there's a lot that I didn't read. It was a lengthy email, but yeah. Um, you know, I, I do, I like when we do something here that connects. Hell yeah, man. You know, and so that, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Um, it's all like, about a community. <laughs> the people. <laughs> you got to do the Bible hymn. Yeah. Why does he do that? That's a weird move. For you. The people. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you don't realize it until you do it that Bane has Parkinson's. Yeah, he does it. I mean, he does, and that... I mean, it's crazy. He's out of control with the bobblehead at that scene. If you go and watch it, like, you go and... If, if those I wish we could mocap your head. <laughs> and then Black Phillip could get up off his ass and do something. Go, for, for the listeners, just watch this scene. You can find it on YouTube. Dude, we got, we got to get a clip and put it on Facebook. Just put Bane's speech. <laughs> and it's and it's a great speech. You know, like that speech that he gives where he's standing on top of the... Yeah, 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 the steps. Know? Yeah, and, and, and but at the end... Harvey like, Dent. I love that. Yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. Um... It, my favorite part is when he goes, um, the Batman. But, but he's like, um, Harvey Dent wasn't a hero. In fact, he tried to kill my boy. <laughs> <laughs> or like my only child. <laughs> so she's like, it's so funny the way he says it. And then at the end, when he's like, take it and give it back to you. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like he's jamming out to the hardest record ever made. Oh God! Um, <laughs> all right. Oh, okay. So, uh, and then we have one. Oh, dude, I forgot to tell you. Yes. So, we were having a rap conversation at work the other day. Hmm. The top five rap albums of all time. Is this, uh, rappers. Is this, is this objective or subjective? Yes. Because I have an objective top wait, 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 wait. that I don't feel like I can wait, fuck with. But like, um, oh, fuck. Who was it now? I can't remember. 
is the same person you're like, but what name the top five albums or whatever? Who was it? Was it a uh, oh, uh, Cool G Rap? Cool G Rap, yeah, yeah. So, uh, he said Cool G Rap, and I was like, oh, I want to do it. I want to do it. And I was like, well, name, name, name your favorite albums. Yeah, people are full of shit. Look, I, I don't uh, mean that about. I don't mean that about those guys in that room. Uh, kind of do. Oh no, they were. Joking. They're no, full I'm saying of shit. like, like, the, like when I was, when I, but like the thing is, is like when it comes to that conversation, and it happens in rock and roll too, but not as much. But when it comes to that conversation, there are people out there that people feel compelled. Yeah, it's got loyalty to say. It's got undeserved loyalty and. But when it comes down to the nuts and bolts of it, there's a there, there, look. Eight weeks is probably never going to happen, but we did record one episode. Oh, did you? It was like forever ago at dude, this point, dude. Let's just put it all in our race. We should. We should. I don't have dude, it. If I had it, I fucking would. I Patreon. Would <laughs> But hey, like, who's got it? Who's got it? Uh, Brave has it. All right, so call Brave up. Like, hey, man, shoot that over to me. I just want to listen to well, it. Well, I have something that Brave wants right now, so I'm not sure. if he, He's probably going to want to negotiate, and I'm not really in the mood to negotiate. We'll just give it a whirl. But you got to do it before he hears this podcast. So he, You got to do it before Thursday. I, I'll give it a shot. All right. So he said... Don't fail me. <laughs> for you. <laughs> but Brave, don't hold it to yourself. Give it to them. The people. Dude, that would be so funny just to do it. Just to stir the pot. Oh, yeah. So, Just to stir the pot. And these motherfuckers so go the, out and put a Patreon. We, 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 the conversation was about Eminem. Like, that was the whole okay. basis of the conversation. But um, producers came up, like, just producers that you like. Mm-hmm. And there's this producer named The Alchemist. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's kind of one of those producers where if you like a certain... Everybody's home now. Oh. If you like a certain swath... Mm-hmm. Of rap music, you're supposed to say his name. Yeah, and he makes good music. Okay, don't get me wrong. Was Timberland on that? <laughs> no, no, they no? would never. They would never. I would. What's wrong with Timberland? Nothing, dude. Except that, that, he makes fucking successful music. Yeah. And some of these folks hate successful. That music. That sexy back album. Get out of here, it's man. Good. That awesome. It's good. It's good. Yeah. It's well produced. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That new. <laughs> yeah. That new Justin Timberlake record, they were talking about it on Joe Budden's podcast. It was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. They were like, uh, "They were like, how are you gonna have a song, have an album called In the Woods, and your name is Timber and Lake, and it's trash." <laughs> 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 um. Anyway, so uh, we were talking about it, and I was like, "Look, I was like, I think he's good too, but you're throwing his name into a you know great pocket, right? Yeah, yeah. So tell me." Top five songs that he's produced. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're like, oh, but he's worked with Mob Deep and he's worked with this one and that one. I'm like, I know. And I agree. What songs? <laughs> Crickets. And I was like, that's my problem with him. Is that like, and it's not with him. He makes good music. It's with where people place him in the echelon of producers because people don't, his music isn't memorable. It, it doesn't, it's good. Yeah, but it doesn't make an album really all that much better or worse. You know who he is? Hmm. He's the Paprika of music producers. Mm. That's what I, said. I like that, <laughs> dude. You got to get that now. You got to get it. You got to get it. I'll try. I have something that Brave wants right now, so I'm not sure how's going to go. But um, quid pro quo, Clarice. But anyway, my my quid objective top five rappers, which yeah. I this isn't my favorites. This is just who I think the best are. Objective. I, I, know, I, I know the meaning. For them. Okay. For them. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's a list that can be argued. Okay. Placement can be debated 
but depending on time as well. But the five, so number one, J. Yep. Number two, M. M. Number three, Pac. Number four, Big. Number five, Nas. Nas. Yeah. That was yeah. That's it. Um, dude, Jay wasn't even on my boys' list, and I was like, yeah, "What?" Yeah, and neither was Nas. That's it. Nas, I understand a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Oh no, no, I'm sorry. Neither was Big. Yeah. Well, see, and even Big, like I understand. Because under- he, he, he got two albums. Limited body of work. Limited body of work. I get it, but but his contribution is so huge, so big. You might say mm. the um very rotund. <laughs> Yeah, I was talking to uh, I forget. Oh, uh, I was thinking about Mario. Um, do you remember Mario hated Nas? Mm-hmm. Do you remember when I was trying to uh, like I like Nas records and I was yeah. listening to this one Nas record, and uh, God, it's like it sounds so terrible to say with two white guys sitting at the table. So I hate having to say this. It's just the fucking world we live in. But Mario was a black man. Yeah. Um, and he loved party music. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't want to do any fucking internal soul searching he just wanted to have a good time yep he wanted to make music that in his words white bitches would move to and get drunk and yeah fuck him. and he's like because white girls bought records yeah you know like, yeah. that's what he would say so so like he, he he didn't like he liked snoop and dre and party people and you know like he wasn't really into like any like quote unquote thinkers or mm-hmm. you know introspective people you know, he would like Tupac, but he wouldn't like the Tupac stuff that, like, they were bringing up at, like, you know, community meetings. He was liking the stuff that they were just steamrolling at, you know, whatever. Um, and he and I was like, I was like, look, you got to hear this Nas record. Like, it's really good. And, like, I'm trying to explain it to him and show it to him. And listen, he's like, man, nobody want to hear that blood of a slave shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> anyway. Star Wars news. We have one little bit of it, which is the Game of Thrones folks have been signed on to do a series of Star Wars films. Have you seen this? Yeah. Yep. So I think that's awesome because I, well, only because I like what they've done so far. We're missing with the, something from Marvel. What? The controvert, the, um, there's starting to be some negative reviews on Black Panther. I have it wasn't in the notes. Ah, oh, shit. Let me just go over it real let, quick. Let me just hit this okay, and we'll, okay, we'll circle okay. back. Um, but, uh, they are going from Winterfell to a galaxy far, far away. Uh, they will write and produce a new series of Star Wars films. They'll be separate from both the episodic Skywalker saga and the recently announced trilogy being developed by Ryan Johnson. David and Dan are some of the best storytellers working today. Their, their command of the complex characters, depth of story and richness of mythology will break new ground and boldly push Star Wars in ways I find incredibly exciting. Summer of seventy seven, we traveled to a galaxy far. Blah, 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 blah. But so it's the old I, republic. So, so I think that's what everybody's hoping for because yeah. it seems like most in their vein. Yep. And sign me up immediately. Yeah, I'm down for that. That being said, two series of Star Wars films makes me like, what's going on? What's the plan? Like. I kind of understood the approach of saga and spinoffs, mm-hmm. but like uh, entire series. Now you on, have saga, two spinoff series, and like standalones. Standalones, yeah. I just don't. I don't. I don't. I need the playbook. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I, like, are we doing? Are they going to be in a row, or are we alternating? 
or you know what, what what just tell me what the plan is or are we doing you know the three game of thrones ones interrupted by standalones mm-hmm. and then the three ryan johnson ones interrupted by standalones yeah because I, I don't know if i want just as a fan it's too much man as a fan i don't know if i want to go on the adventure of one episodic film and i don't mean that in the sense of the saga films but just one of a series of films and then the next year, a different one of a different series of films. I don't yeah. know as a fan if I yeah. want to go on that adventure. I'm down to go on the adventure and split it up with standalones. I'm good with that. But like two different overarching series interrupting one another. No, it'll be three. Because you have Star Wars. If, if they're doing, if they continue with saga movies, we don't have any word on that. That's true. That's true. But I, I, I can't. I can't. I, maybe maybe nine will be done. The Star the Skywalkers will be done. All right, two quick things. I agree. I think they got to be real careful because we there is a lot of flack. We're hearing more flack about the Han Solo movie. Like they're prepared for it to be. I haven't heard anything new. I heard the stuff that we talked about a while back, but I yeah, I, there was since something the, since the trailers have hit. I haven't heard any real I, negative. There was press. something I, I thought I put it on there, and I even checked the date. I was like, was this old? I was like, no, February second or February third. You know, but just like. The, the rumor is Disney's like prepared for it to be a fucking bomb, mm-hmm. and I I was like I looked it didn't look bad you know so I'm 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 a little shocked by that. I feel like Lando looks fucking great. Yeah, yeah. Like, give me give me some of that. Yeah, like you know what I, I could deal with that. Yeah, he give looks, me more Lando. He looks movies. fucking amazing. Like Donald Glover looks fucking yeah. amazing. Um, but uh, back to the so I just to want to make a prediction. <laughs> so to speak, I feel like I got to so to speak. <laughs> God, that was a little too intense. You got me right on nose. It was a little too intense when he looks. Maybe, amazing. maybe. Um. I have a prediction though for Black Panther. I'm I'm sure the movie's gonna be fine. It's gonna be good. I'm not saying I don't like it, but I I would guess that it's going to fall under the same thing, the same over indulgent approval as Wonder Woman did, because people are like, oh, it's the first woman superhero movie. It's the best. It's great. Blah, 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 blah. And I think that like it was good. It was a good movie, and I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. It's good. But like, what do we give it? A eight, seven, eight, seven, eight. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Maybe seven and a half, eight. Well, seven and a half. I think you know? we both agree upon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, but I don't think it was an Oscar-worthy film. No. You know. And we I think both it was think, best and, and we film both of the also year. say that origin movies are got, tough. No, I think they're easier. I think they're sometimes they're tough. I feel like I feel like when you. Like the backstory. Oh, I, I know what you're talking about. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you don't have to do much with the the right. whole story because something's already established. Exactly. Yes. And the, the storytelling aspect. Yes. There's that. I, I think the pacing on them is tough because especially that one. Yeah, because you got to. That was not a very. Because you want to see the character in the in the in thing. The suit. Where's, it, where's the suit? Yeah, and I I don't want the last action scene the end to be the suit. I want a little right. suit in the middle. Yeah, give me some you know suit. I mean? So where's Black the Panther. God damn it. Yeah. So with Black Panther. Like everybody's hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, the first negative warning, you know, first negative review or whatever. And like, I expect there to be some political aspect. I'm going in there expecting that, not right. having the issue with it. I mean, he is a king. He is a leader. I expect there to be something. There is already established that they're removed from the world and they want to re-engage the world. I'm fine with that. But I think that everybody, like, it's going to break blockbuster records and all this other shit. I just think that people are going to give it that extra one or two points because of what it's doing, what it is. Because what it is, because it's the first black, and it's the first black mainstream superhero. Mainstream, I agree. yeah. There, yeah. I was, I was, 
I was listening to Toy Detox and they were like, they're like, everybody's forgetting Blade. <laughs> no, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Blade did very well for R-rated film yeah, for a long and, time. And, and, and it's still, awesome. it's yeah, it's still I think remembered fondly by most. I, do I love Blade. I, like I mean, Blade Three one. got stupid. The third one was dumb. Yeah, no, this, yeah, yeah. The, the second, the, the second one was my favorite of the three. I mean, it's definitely the best. Um, and it had, it had the most heart as well. Yeah, and it also was very much in that world. You know, you yeah. have to dive into that world, yeah, and yeah, big yeah, fat yeah, souffle yeah. guy, and all that. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I think that this, uh, my 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 main concern, and I think that you're right. I think that people, um, because it's you know it's a it's a black hero and all black cast and all that that people were rallying yeah. on, and that to me, like ultimately, I'm like, well, cool, as long as it's successful and we keep yeah. the, the wheels yeah. turning, I'm good with that. My concern with this movie is that it, and I've said this since the beginning, is that it just feels very Phase One to me, like Black Panther versus Killmonger. Just seems like Iron Man, yeah, Thor. Yeah, yeah. Like when it was just the good guy fights the bad guy equivalent. That's I mean, Killmonger is a Black Panther, you know, like type character. Yeah, like and it's just like I'm at a point with the Marvel Cinematic Universe where I think I can get into bigger things than just this almost literal antithesis. Yeah. So I, I bring that up because I think that. There's going to be a reaction of, of people who are going to be scared to be. They're going to be scared to be honest on how they feel about it, mm-hmm. and I think it's a disservice. Mm-hmm. If you don't like aspects of it, don't say it. And, and then on the other side, just because somebody doesn't like something or doesn't think it's the best thing, doesn't make them racist. And that's what I'm fearful. I don't want to have that conversation. No. And I can already tell by the way everybody's acting. The same shit that I called on one on woman is coming. Yeah. It's coming but, down the but I mean, in the same breath, one woman is well done. It was, it was well done. It's not, and, I, and everything I've seen from Black Panther looks, looks amazing. Great. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But see, that's my concern is that like my issue with Black Panther is a, a not a structural one. It's a, it's an approach, you know, where it's like I, I think the majority of the time it's going to be just learning this part of the world we don't know, and I like that. Which yeah, I love that the world building stuff. Yeah, I love that. But yeah. like it's even like Ant Man. You know what I mean? Like Ant Man fights the bad Ant Man. Yeah. And like that was further along, and it was less interesting. It was yeah, less no, interesting I agree. Than when I agree. Iron Man faced off but against. See, I hope we can have that criticism about the film if it does that. Mm-hmm. But I, actually, I think my guess. I don't know. I don't know much about the story, but my guess is Michael B. Jordan's character at the end, the audience is going to agree with him more. He's playing, isn't he playing Killmonger? Yeah, because I think his whole thing is to get out and share with the world. And I think T'Challa, 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 I can never say his fucking name, Robert D. <laughs> and I think about Robert D. before I say it. I can notice say it in time, you know, I try to say it. That um, he's going to be trying to stay in the past of, you know, whatever they're doing. And, I mean, he's going out and working with the world. Uh, obviously, the Avengers, but it was more of a revenge type thing. Um, so I, I, I think that there's going to be some compelling thing with the... Yeah, I mean, even, and I think that'd be good. Even you saying that sounds interesting to me. Yeah, it's like this African, you know, this idea of of preserving African culture. Yeah, you know, yeah, which hasn't been the easiest. And and that and they're a breakaway civilization, right? So do they want to share their riches with the world? Right. But but it's, it's coming down to and what what will be interesting with this is we know that the next step is Infinity War, so it's like, bro, you need to deal. You need to start sharing for humanity's sake because humanity might be there. And the other thing we never talked about, Cap's got to be in it somehow, right? You would think. Because he's in Wakanda. Winter Soldier, too. Well, he's he's on ice. But there. 
That's true. That's true. It'll probably be his. That'll probably be the last scene to be him re- being released or something. I would guess. Get this man a shield. Yeah, I don't like that shield, bro. That's a no, shield. No, it'll be temporary. No, that it's in the toy. I know, but it'll be temporary. Oh, I hope so. Like Steve, like um, I mean Tony, Tony Stark will bring the shield back. It can't. It can't be. His you shield. can't take the shield. It can't be his forever. Shield. My daddy gave you the shield. It can't be his forever shield. Well, I think he's gonna die. I think he'll die in this one, and he'll come back because of the time gym. So Infinity War, here's my guess. Everybody gets fucking killed, and then last second somebody sends Tony back in time to the that. Avengers with the first battle. And that's and 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 that's where they turn the tide. I will hate that. Eh, tell me. I'm just I'm yeah. I will hate that. Like I, any anything that's done that way, anything where like you have this team of heroes or even one hero and they make this ultimate sacrifice and then you un you undo it it's not a it's not a trick photography thing mm-hmm. right it's not like batman flying the bomb over the lake mm-hmm. where it's like okay he just he had a way out fine mm-hmm. i'm good with that but like you go back in time or you go through an alternate universe or you un you just use a power and literally bring them back from the dead i'm out mm. because i just think it belittles the sacrifice yeah yeah i'm not trying to get into star wars conversation like rose saving finn no no <laughs> no because now had finn died and Rose went over there and did ch- chest compressions and brought him back to life. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out on that. You know what okay. I mean? But like, that's my issue. Is, yeah. Is, yeah, I feel you. You know, you make that ultimate sacrifice and then you undo it, and now it's no longer a sacrifice. S- somebody's got to die, but they're not going to let them die. I-, I think that's. I think there will be lasting consequences. Yeah. Yeah. I think. But- I don't think all the whole cast is making it through. And maybe and and maybe they won't make it through the whole part four because then they'll reboot the universe after that, you know. Because Thanos is going to have to be in part four as well. If it's a, I mean, like you would, I would assume it's yeah. going to be in it. And uh, we don't really know what part four, the plan for four is. Yeah, I'm. T- but it all, everybody's done shooting already. Yeah. So I mean, it's, that's in the can. And I mean, I don't know when the release is. It two years. It's next year. So part four is next year as well. It's a year so. away. You might be right. I think it's eighteen months, maybe. But yeah, you may be right. All right. Mm. And with that, well, let me uh, let me give some shout out. Shout out to the Cool Table Network. Shattercast Uncut, Enter the Realm, uh, Beer and Boulders Forty K, Plastic Fanatics, Stasis Lock, Toy Detox, uh, and then three new shows building up to it. Um, Fresh Communication, which I listen to this. I've been doing this every week, talking about a bit from their show. But they brought up uh, River Island Nightmare Band. Okay. And I I told you this in the chat, but uh, I'm a big fan. Well, they brought up Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas, which I'm I'm a big fan of. And I love the fucking River Island. Did I say River Island or River Bottom? River Bottom Nightmare Band. And River Otter. Well, no, because we knew a guy that lived in River Island, which was like, a project, basically, and I used to I used to fuck with him and say he was part of the River Island Nightmare Band, <laughs> but um, the River Bottom Nightmare Band, and they're like these like ruffians, and they have like a heart, like like the Emmett Jug Band is like a boom 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 like bluegrass type, like feel good, yeah, like, banjo, yeah, and, and then like River Island, I mean River Bottom came in, and it was like electric guitars and keyboards and fucking you know big bass, big stupid bass, which is definitely the bass I would have if I ever played bass. I'm talking about where one hand is up at a 45 degree angle from your head, and the other hand is all the way down the opposite direction. Like that's where that fucking thing is. That's definitely the bass. I would play that being said it's like that sort of thing and it's like this hard rock music 
And uh, and I made a joke, and I was like, man, they were tough as shit. I was like, River Bottom Nightmare Band is the dipset of the Muppet universe. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, and then Breaking the Mold, who also had Tyler on their show last week, and got to talk a little bit more with him to kind of like it's kind of like a good like that stage Tyler, one, well, stage that, two. Yeah, that, that Tyler thing. Like it, it, if you look at like. You know, the, the Skull Affair is like this middle bit and then the bookends of his toy detox, like, confession, mm-hmm. almost, for lack of a better term. And then the close out with Breaking the Mold, like, it's a very inclusive, not inclusive, all-encompassing mm-hmm. coverage of this moment, which is cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't know what they have in store for this week, but I'm sure it'll be good. They've been right. off to a really good Start. Is Tyler Stallone toy detox? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. He's the, he is the detox. <laughs> yeah. um, He's being detox right now. Shout out to the rest of Nerd Rage, Joe KW, Phil, uh, Dante, helping us out at Facebook, and Raul for doing uh, Instagram. Raul, I need to get with you, buddy. Uh, I need to get with you. Um, we need to talk. Uh, I got I got some things I want to ask you about and go over with you. Aside from that, um, I talked to Manny about possibly. Joining the Nerd Rage team. Oh, yeah, man. Um, what to see? I, 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 I said sleep on it. I haven't heard back from him. So, yeah. But we'll see and we need to figure out what we're going to do with me here soon. Because, guys, just just to squash the rumors right now, if you don't hear, hear from me in a hot second, it was intentional because I'm going to be basically gone from a week of February 25th until one, two, three. Uh, March 30th. I might be back the the week of night the 19th to 22nd and then I'm gone for a week. So, we'll we'll still have a show. Yeah. We'll we figure gotta, it out. I just got to figure out what I'm going to do. I might phone it in, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> um, that's right. And I think that's I think that's it. And with that, guys, we appreciate you coming oh, by. I got to find a better place for this pad. Yeah, you're right. I just wanted to say one thing to the Patreon supporters. Number one, thank you. Number two, we have a $5 and better video that I'm trying to upload. It's like taking forever to upload. And Adam and I are getting together either Friday or Monday. To We're getting together probably both days, but to do a commentary on either 89 Batman or the team. And it's going to be a coin flip. Always going to be a coin flip. And um, for those Patreon listeners, the best way to take advantage, in my opinion, of uh, the bonus content is to download the app to your phone and yeah. then you can access all the material directly from your app, and you can get notifications for when stuff posts and yep. all that stuff. App is great for users, sucks for creators. Because I just don't want people to not know that they yeah. that they have things that they are yeah. entitled to. Yeah. So that's you it. You love an entitlement. You entitled <laughs> motherfucker. I'm the, somebody entitled me to that Bram Stoker's Dracula. <laughs> Dude. Man, that's that's the goal. How, have you looked at any eBay? Have you have, have looked, an eBay? I can't find one. Really? Yeah, I mean, I think oh. it's gonna. I think it's. I think it's gonna be very elusive. Yeah, yeah. Dude, what if I just showed up? Tomorrow. I think when the time comes for me to get one, I might. It might be like, uh, let me open up a credit card just for this. I mean, how much do you think? How much would you pay for that? I don't want to talk. About it. <laughs> All right, with that, great tits, tight dick play. Yeah. <laughs>